0: welcome everybody welcome back yep. to the bond council podcast this is episode 58 and this is your boy mon quay
1: and this is stefan
0: and uh i apologize already um because i'm on uh, my phone uh hot spot my quality is kind of off so we just got to deal with you know with the uh picture quality on my end for right now and i'll try to figure something out before the, the next podcast um or stream um yeah, so shit. It's been it's been a minute. You know, we had we just kind of had to work on some technical difficulties before we jumped into it, but we could jump right into it. Um, jump right into the information. Like like once again, it's it's hard to even start start off. You know, we started off to where we where we need to go, man. It's, it just seems like it's so much information, so much. And you know, I think on my end, I might have to start at least having a script or something and not in the sense of like writing, you know, writing out exactly what I want to say, but at least like points, man, because it's just so much information that I just see throughout the week. Um that yeah. you know we can speak on, you know, the times that we in.
1: Yeah.
0: Um sure. but I hope everything has been well. I hope everybody's uh enjoyed the time that we've had through these hard times, I guess during this holiday season. I hope everybody's been safe and everything. Um uh, you know. Kind of to recap since the last stream for me, um just trying to get my energy balanced out right. Um and I guess take it to another level. You know, we've been working on a lot with, with the podcast and everything. Um I, the theme of everything for me is I want to take everything that we working that I'm working on and that we're working on to the next to the next level. You know, that's just the time that we gotta do. We gotta keep taking stuff to the next level. So it's been, just been busy uh just with the same old uh, working uh, researching. I've been doing just the research has just t- stepped up a whole another notch, you know? Um, and yeah, I don't really, I, I you know, it's, that's just how it's been, you know? Uh, how's everything been for you, Stefan?
1: Uh, for me, it's just been, uh, just working and, uh, just looking into just more investing and, you know, working on more outside of, uh, my, my day job is just working on like more music. I've been more active with that recently. So I've, uh, I have like a plan of how I'm about to start releasing music, you know, on a weekly basis and, uh, to build up momentum. And then, and then sometime next year, I'm gonna drop a full project and just go from there with that. And, you know, just, um, just thinking about what's next in terms of uh, with with the the business that we're starting and you know ideas with that and you know just thinking about you know that, that there's a lot that's on the horizon with uh you know twenty twenty one right around the corner and like you said you know it's good to see you know people I I feel like people are getting into a better mood now than throughout the year, since this year is almost over officially, you know, and that's that's great to see. But, you know, you you just gotta think, you know, how much has happened this year. It's just been crazy to think, you know, um, with all the, not just with the global pandemic, with the amount of deaths that we've seen from other things, other events that have happened uh, just oddball events, man. We might need to do like a, a a year in review episode or something. Just go over like stuff that happened every month, you know. Just major stuff, maybe stuff we missed throughout the year because there was so much that happened in this one year, man. And you know, it's it's still not over yet officially. Um, still got like a little under two weeks to go. You know, and I'm just getting ready. Let me... uh... Oh, damn, that that picture's small. Let me uh, go ahead and see if I can put that up. So, yeah, we got a little under a couple weeks to go. And it feels like there's still so much more left you know through this this month of december there's so much that happens not with just like the holiday um season but just like everything in terms of people just wrapping up work and stuff you know and just trying to um to get everything settled you know get their mind right for what's to come with uh the January, 2021, right around the horizon. But I do know one thing though. I am, I have been talking about it, you know, sending cryptic messages about it. You know, I do know one thing and that is I am getting ready on December (laughs) 21st to gain my powers and take over the fucking world. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've been, I mean I see the picture, I have been, been thinking about you know this is uh for people that don't know. I'm showing an image of Up, Up and Away. It's a movie from a uh, Disney Channel that I watched when I was a kid, and it's about this black family that has superpowers. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, people have been talking about it just all over social media about December twenty first, and and talking about you know. What what is it, you know, we're about to get black people are about to get their powers and stuff. And I just been seeing the memes and stuff, and I, I've been seeing like people have been talking, um, making all types of jokes. I remember I seen one, I, I might post it on December 21st where it's uh somebody said they got a text from the Avengers and it and, 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 and it said and, <laughs> It said, "Nigga, do you want to be an Avenger?" Like, with a question, a question mark. Um, I seen the one. I seen the one with Umar. They've been making memes with Umar. Um, and he's got like the Infinity Gauntlet that Thanos had with the with all the stones. <laughs> you know, uh, I seen one. It was like when like, when half breeds when <laughs> when half breeds uh, c- twins. uh, December 21st comes and half breeze don't understand why they're not getting all their powers. I seen one with the uh, Sean King, uh, what's his name? Uh Sean King. And it was like when Sean is December 21st and Sean King's trying to fit in, and it's like uh like a cartoon just rolling around in paint or some shit. Wow. <laughs> you know, and a lot of people, I mean, I know I know there's a lot of jokes behind it and stuff, and um I don't think a lot of people know what is actually happening on the that day um that caused these jokes you know to go all over the place but it's uh it's uh from what i've seen i i'm pretty sure you've you've mentioned it before at some point it's about the planets aligning the first time in like what years a hundreds of years
0: mm-hmm yeah um well it's, a, it's an alignment. It's, it's a jupiter saturn conjunction i believe it actually happens every 20 years but i believe with this jupiter saturn conjunction with the houses or with the constellation that these two planets are in this specific one hasn't happened in at least i think they said 800 eight, well it hasn't happened in 400 years but the one where we can act, like where we can actually see it in the sky, like we can, where we're going to be able to see it. That hadn't happened since we, it's no recorded history on it because they said the last time this that uh, that this same alignment where we would be able to, to visualize it was over eight hundred years ago. Um, but what I'm what I mean by the four hundred year one is actually important because that was what we call the Carrington event that happened in the 1850s. Um, and I want to see if I can share my screen. This Carrington event and then Let me know if I'm doing it right. I'll All just pull right, up yeah. the... Okay. It's RTL S5, and then...
1: Yeah, you got it. You got it. Okay. It's about to pop up. Um, it's just a white screen at the moment. Yeah, nothing's, nothing's showing.
0: This is what happened the last... This is what happened the last... Uh, this is the last conjunction, a little bit. I don't know if it's... I don't, I don't know what's going on with my connection and... I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's not
0: showing it. Alright, let's see if I get it to pop up. Alright, let's go there. Alright, I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it. Like, kind of. See, is it still tripping? Uh,
1: let me go back to it. Yeah, it's just still not showing anything.
0: What the fuck? Connection tripping,
1: man. I mean, if you want, I can um, I can look it up real quick.
0: Know what the hell going on? You can hear me? Yeah. Okay. It like lagged out or something, man. My 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 shit been tripping all week. Um, I got the I got the uh I got the the art the article. I just was gonna do a little Wikipedia article that kind of just talked about it. Um, yeah. is it lagging and stuff now?
1: Yeah, it's like a probably like a five second delay.
0: All right, just I'm, I'm gonna pause it for a second. Just give me a second.
1: All right. All right, coming back. Is that better, man? Like, I don't know. I had to re- Yeah, yeah. No, nah, yeah, yeah. You're you're better now. Your 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 image is clear.
0: Okay, so what I had to do is my I had like a 1G or 2G signal. So the, the trick, anytime your signal fall, I always talk the trick you put your phone on airplane mode and you take it right back off of airplane mode. And when you take it off of airplane mode, it'll it'll reach for the for the uh, best signal. So it just like basically reset my signal. So yeah yeah that's what yeah that's what's up yeah you're good now good um but you were speaking on uh you know you're speaking on this conjunction that was coming up and I was just wanting to uh break down what happened on the last on the last big conjunction that that we're that we're about to see with the Jupiter um Jupiter Saturn conjunction I want I got to show I got to show this because previous podcast you spoke on the grid the right. grid going down and you know this they've been talking about the solar flare this I've been having connection issues all week because they've been they've been talking about all these solar flares and stuff solar flares you know, really popping off um, and that's the difference with this conjunction is that we have what we call a grand solar minimum which basically means that the sun's activity the sun's activity is uh decreasing when it comes to sunspots so the sun you might hear some people say the sun is dying actually it's actually getting weaker. Um, but what that does, when you have a grand solar minimum, when you know you go from the sun having all these sunspots for so many years and shooting out all these solar solar flares, it affects the magnetism of the earth, um, and it just affects how 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 the earth how the earth is as a being, basically. Um, yeah. But when a grand solar minimum happens, that means that the magnetism is going to affect the magnetism because it's going to be less activity. So really. What's about to happen is we're about to go into a goddamn ice age, and I'm going to show a video where um, uh, Trump with Donald Trump was actually um, it was like a press conference or something. And it was somebody from one of the environmental um, agency groups. He was giving a lecture on global warming and you know what they needed to do and what they need to look for. And the only thing Trump responded to him was it's going to get colder. So basically, what we're in this is we're in we're in the stages of. Before Atlantis fell, basically the ice age is what the ice age is kind of that kind of was around that same time or whatever. So what we about what we're experiencing is basically it's, it's a reset, and it's it's got a, a lot to do with this Carrington bit and the Grand Solar Minimum. So all that stuff astro- astrologically that's going on, it's gonna. Be, I mean, I still think you know with what you said before about the grid going down, and with you know specifically the solar flares going on and and stuff like that and it's conjunction having having some type of uh connection with it we're about to see a lot of these down we're about to get some powerful um so- solar flares and what the carrington event was was happening in 1857, i think it was 1857 i'm well i'm a, i got the article pulled up it's already loaded and everything so we'll, i'll show you in a second, but it basically was the last was the the last time that we actually got hit. The earth actually got hit by a strong solar flare. We don't really even get hit by strong solar flares where it knocks the grid out. The last one, I think almost hit in like 2016 or something like that, but it barely missed the earth. This one is prophesied actually hit the earth. And that's when I'm connecting it with the grid going down and with them, with um, public enemy, like you said before that put the uh, album out, what you're going to do with, when the grid goes down, I believe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And you've been having all these people had these subliminal messages. Buster Rhymes had dropped his album. Extinction uh, was
1: it? level two, uh, something. Yeah.
0: yeah. Extinction level event two or something like that. And they, yeah. and I've, I've heard people say that that's, that's actually, that shit is fire. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm just trying to make a point. Um. I think this is, this may be what is about to happen. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, fear monger or nothing, but I'm going to share my screen again and try to get this to see if bit of pop off, right? Uh, sure. And this is the Wikipedia page of the Carrington event. Its name, of course, you know, um, European world or wherever this motherfucker from. They're gonna name it after him, himself, like he created the shit. But it's called the Carrington event because this um, astronomer basically saw this geomagnetic storm, and what it what it showed was a coronal mass ejection that actually hit us. And that, co- so it's, it's, ter- it's still just showing like a white. Well, it's still showing. It's still not showing anything. Okay. What the fuck? Let me see. Let me make sure you're in the show. straight your out of sharing a window. Stop sharing. Is how about now? Is it just showing my face?
1: Uh, no. Nah, it's it's just it's showing that you you have the share screen on, but it's just not showing anything on that shared screen
0: okay what i gotta do next
1: usually when i do that i use a different tab and i put it to the side and that's the tab oh, that i share the screen yeah
0: okay okay so all right so let me go back
1: the, yeah on the left side you'll still see our stream on the right side you'll see the the, sh- the screen that you're sharing
0: i'm still getting get the customer Yeah, there you go. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. There we go. Got it. Okay. All right. So this is what I was talking, speaking on the carriage a bit, um, named after the astronomer who, uh, saw this, it was in 1855 or this specific one that happened September 1st, 1859. And it's basically a coronal mass ejection, which is like a extreme solar flare. But, um, but this is the largest one that was recorded and this actually hit the earth. Um, and But the difference is now we got nothing. We're we're a technological society. So if something like this was to hit the earth, it's going to get crazy. Uh, And it's prophesied. Well, not prophesied, but they're speaking. They're saying that this solar flare, the uh, CME that may uh, be ejected, you know, around the time this conjunction happens earlier in the week this week coming up, um, is actually going to be a lot stronger than the Carrington event. So I think we have our connection with what's with the event that's really gonna you know fuck fuck a lot of shit up is we may have a Carrington flair type event that we've never seen before that may lead to some type of blacks to like some extensive blackouts or something like that that really might you know we probably ain't seen nothing yet that's what I'm really feeling um 2012 was the last time it happened, but it just barely missed the earth by like, yeah, it said nine days. But this one, we're supposed to get hit this time. And um, you know, we're having I know the sun, you know, it's been it's been a lot of a lot of uh disruption with like, connections and stuff, man. Like I know it's been going on for the last little bit of uh minutes for well, months. Uh but I just wanted to speak on speak on this Carrington event related to this conjunction. Um and let me see if I can pull up a picture. They say, you know, I'm just going to just pull up what, what it looks like. Or what, they, what they're what saying it's going to look like. It's supposed to look like two stars. Like a binary star. And then I'm going to let you, uh, I'm going to get your, your thoughts on this. I just want to pull up an image. So basically, if you've been kind of looking at the sky, Saturn and Jupiter. Saturn is a dimmer one. Jupiter is the brighter one. They've been moving closer and closer together in the, together in the sky. And by I think they said the, the peak is going to be the 21st. They're going to be so close that it's going to look like two stars in the sky. And this is you, the last one they weren't able to see, but they were able to uh, see the solar flares. It's going to look something like this because I believe it's also going to be a, a, a um, solar eclipse. Around uh, at the end of the month, I believe. Uh, So yeah, this this it's going to look something that it's going to like something we never seen before. Um, I just wanted to put bring that up because that's what I've been thinking about, man. I've been, I don't know, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about you know this conjunction and and you know what's really going on with this? Uh, I think that.
1: I think that it is important that this event is going to take place because since we're in the midst of a a financial reset, a global financial reset, then there's something that needs to happen in order for the process of mass adoption to um, increase rapidly. And something like knocking the grid off, where people have all their money in banks, you know, um, and and credit unions and stuff like that, and not being able to access none of that when this happens will have people wanting to look more into um, the crypto universe. With how you can have digital assets, well, it's they're classifying it as a digital asset class right now, for the most part, um, where you can have this digital asset but not have it in, like, a bank or anything. You can have it, like, on a custodial wallet, which is a wallet, like, um, on a exchange, like Coinbase or Binance, a non-custodial wallet, like a Tron wallet, an uh, uh, Atom <clears throat> wallet. Or you can have it on hardware, like a ledger, you know, and just have it around you, like, a, on, a, like, a flash drive dr- uh, flash drive type of... Um, like a flash drive. So, yeah, I think... I think something like this will only help that case of the growth, the global financial reset in terms of it doing stuff to us, like changing us and stuff. I think I think that's more of a mental thing, more so than a physical uh, thing that can happen. You know, it's never I mean, it's not out of the realm of question like, you know, that. Well, it's not out of the realm of possibility that, yeah, there could be something, a physical change. But I think it's more so a mindset um, that will occur to people that are tuned in, you know, you know, to understand what's going on. So, yeah, a lot of people are making jokes and stuff, but um, there is a deeper meaning to all of this at the end of the day. And. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. You know, seeing the the planets in the sky as stars, and uh, just seeing what happens moving forward. You know, because it's been—I it, mean—it's been a crazy year with so much stuff happening. So it isn't over just yet.
0: I agree. Um, the one thing I did leave out—I kind of talked about it, then I didn't continue it. The the biggest part about the conjunction that makes this different than the, than the previous ones in our lifetimes is that this conjunction is going to happen in the air sign and that's going to i'm going to you know uh add more to what you were saying about the financial system this conjunction happens in in the air sign um from capricorn to aquarius i believe um or or saturn is in capricorn which is the ruler it's it's the ruler and um jupiter is in aquarius i believe i may be wrong about that i'm not 100% you know i'm still learning astrology but I do know that it's it, the, the big difference is it's going from an earth sign to an air sign when it comes to this conjunction. So we've been dealing with conjunctions in, in earth signs, Capricorn, uh, Virgo, Taurus, you know, Earth signs. Um, but this was gonna be an air sign, and the air sign is rule what what is air rule, the technology, the fin- uh, you know, finances, uh just the airwaves, you know, technology, internet. So What I'm and what is what is Jupiter? What is Jupiter? The biggest, the largest planet in our solar system. What does Jupiter represent on a spiritual level? Expansion. Saturn represents restrictions. So if they're coming together, basically you can look at it as Saturn is expanding, 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 expanding up into the restriction. I mean Jupiter is expanding up into the so close to the restriction planet, which is Saturn, that we're kind of in my opinion, what we're what we're what we're experiencing, not only is this signifying the reset, nothing's out of the realm. Nothing. When I say nothing is out of the realm of possibility, just because of this alignment, not even coupled with the Corona Mass Ejections and the Grand Solar Minimum, this alignment right here, when we look back, we're gonna this alignment is gonna be so important, man. Like this is this is the reset alignment, in my opinion. And it's got a lot to do with the j- expansion of Jupiter basically trying to break through that restriction barrier by them planets coming together is how I'm looking at it. So I think this is showing, this is, this is the reset. This is when it will come ahead and start, but we're not easy. It's not going to be easy. But when, you know, people talk about superpowers, I find it interesting that, you know, we've been talking about this vaccine that they choose this year and right now, because they actually, they are pushing that shit hard right now. People are already getting that shit right now. A lot of people are getting that shit right now. But the technique that they use is, you know, the mRNA technique, a whole nother technique that they have never unveiled in the public before. Never done this type of uh, technique when it comes to vaccinating the, the 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 society. Don't we find that weird that they are using not only are they using a new technique right now. Why, why right now? One. But they're using something that's going to target your RNA, your DNA. I don't want to get into it. I haven't done my research on if it's daily or not. I won't. I'm not going to fuck with it just because it's a new technique. It's a whole... we never, They never vaccinated us like this before. Um, and it's vaccines. You know, I don't fuck with vaccines. Um, I don't think anything's out the rim of possibility. And I, I, I think, you know, with, I think the vaccine proves that this conjunction and all that what's going on is, is going to affect our DNA in some type of way. <clears throat> I think it's activating something. But I... I think it's more activating, like you said, the mental aspect. Not, It's going to be physical as well, but I think it is going to be more like the intelligent, like people's intelligence. You're going to get more in life.
1: I think, um, like you said, with the vaccines too, I think that's a good point to bring up um, with how they're using a new method, which I didn't, I wasn't aware of that they were using a new method. I have seen people taking it, um, like videos and like live t v like I seen a doctor taking it, then I seen uh Mike Pence, allegedly he took it on live on t v and you know they
0: falky did it today i think
1: okay i didn't yeah, I didn't see that one um yeah, and they just announced the second one, well, Trump just said that Moderna is available now, so they have Pfizer and they have Moderna. Which moderner they say has a ninety four point five percent effective rate, which I think uh, Pfizer is like two to three percent higher or something like that. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, for one, this it, this vaccine it seems rushed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't seem like they've given enough um, research. They haven't put enough. To, they haven't done enough trials on it, you know, to see if it if it's something that mass you know mass population can take and there be little to no side effects because there's already if you go look there's already people that have been affected in a negative way i think there was like a video of like a a nurse taking it and passing out from taking one uh taking the vaccine and i seen something online about one of the side effects is taking the vaccine and potentially having like your face being, like, uh, sh- screwed up. and Mero's palsy. Yeah, yeah. So, for me personally, I don't see myself taking the vaccine because, um, I mean, I haven't taken the vaccine since probably I was in high school, you know, and um, I just don't – personally, I just feel like I haven't – I'm what I'm doing now with how I'm going and moving – you know, I feel like I'm on a good path in terms of like my immune system and stuff like that. And that doesn't make me. That doesn't say that I am no pun intended immune to getting the the virus or anything like that. But I, I'd rather just take my chances with that, because I feel like there hasn't been enough um, research put into these vaccines.
0: Yeah. And this is odd to me. You know, a lot of people are. First I want to say this, you know what what was refreshing is I had a discussion uh before um with some peers and it actually surprised me on the amount of people that's not going to get that's not that's not wanting to do it. You know, that's actually surprising to me and you know in, in real life in society when I'm walking around and I'm talking to people, I haven't heard of a of a single person that said they're going to willingly take it. Which is odd, you know that that's odd because you know the media saying one thing, um, Facebook says one thing, but people really say another thing in public. Um, people are really against this, like, and I'm talking about from all races. Like, it's not even like a racial thing, like, and it's all kinds of concerns. And the two biggest concerns that people had, um, the first concern was that it's rushed. I'm that's not even getting no cons- conspiracy because I do believe in a lot of the conspiracies, but the first thing is that it's rushed, and you know it's not the same type of. Regulate, it didn't go through the same process as it usually does. The second one, that's actually a big one for me, and I'm a man, is what about women who are pregnant or plan to get pregnant? I mean, come on, think about that, dude. Think about that. And that's what more, more, most of all the, all, all the women, that's is what, what they were speaking on, is that the fact that they didn't want to take it just because they plan on getting married or getting um pregnant or they probably were already pregnant or something. And as a man, I'm looking at it as, I agree with them because, you know, say I wanted to have, like, I mean, say that everybody does, a a large majority of people gets this vaccine and it it is, it comes out and it's sterilizing a lot of people. You don't see how that can affect us as men? Like that could definitely affect us. And that definitely affects them, the individual, um, which is crazy. It affects the individual, but that affects everybody. Just that, just the woman's concern, about that affects everybody, and I think it's—I think that that's the for me when it comes to you know the, the actual damage that the vaccine can do. I think that that is the number one concern. That should be the number one concern, for, uh on our or number one or two, I think you should basically look at yourself first, of course. But I—I I, I agree with them on there. Come on, how can you expect women to take this vaccine that's planning on you know to have a have a baby, dude? Like that's a valid argument. Yeah, you can't there. I mean,
1: uh, I know that I don't know if you've seen where they were talking about trying to distribute it by race, the vaccine. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, even with these people like Fauci and uh, Pence taking it live on TV. I put money on it that they're not taking the same thing that they're going to give to the general public. Like I put I would put money on that for sure. Um, we're not the same being either. Yeah, and I mean, you do people not remember when this uh, the pandemic had begin back in like began for us like really in the U.S. around in March, and how they was they were kind of confused by how there was like a there there wasn't as many melanated people getting the, the the virus at first, and then all of a sudden there was a huge cases a huge rise of cases and um, minorities that were getting it. And, and knocking, down was consistent. Now they're saying that uh, minorities or you know black people have the highest rate of it right now. So they're trying to push it hard on um, the black community to take these vaccines by like Fauci getting on the news saying you know it was created by a black woman and shit. And it's like I don't give a fuck who it was created by. At the end of the day, she's another... I think she's just another pawn at the end of the day. So I, I I get it. I get what they're trying to do because we don't know at the end of the day what they're truly putting into these vaccines. The, the actress that played uh, Chadwick Boseman's sister in Black Panther, she got into some hot water like a week or two ago because she reposted this video where these guys on YouTube were discussing the vaccine and saying it had a you might know what this is. It had something in it called luciferin or luciferous or something like that. It's a type mm-hmm. of chemical. And uh they were saying, like, why would they be putting this in this vaccine, you know, and then having you break down the etymology with the lucifer in it. And then there was doctors and, well, quote, unquote, supposed to be doctors in the comments saying that that's it's used for like uh Uh, plants or something. I forgot, but they were saying that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something evil or whatever. But I mean, you know, I I still just don't feel, me personally, I just don't feel confident in the government. I mean, they're about to pass another stimulus bill and give us half of what they gave us the first go round. And you really think they give a fuck about us at the end of the day? You know, because, you know, there's some people that think, you know, taking the vaccine, nothing will happen, you know, it'll do what it's supposed to do. And then there's a huge percentage like me that has, that looks at it as, well, look what you've done to the, um, the black community over time with, uh, experiments and shit with syphilis and, uh, going back decades. And you want, you want us to just be so, um, open-minded to just signing right up and being the first ones to take shit And then go and then it goes left. You know what I mean? Like people are understanding that it's a new day and age and it's like putting just using your brain. It's like how could they have come up with something this fast to eradicate something that's been a major issue for over the course of a year almost? Well, over the course of, of a year now, it just doesn't seem logical at the at this point for them to have
0: something like that. I wanted to add to what you said too um, About the woman that Falky And I got this from a a guy I follow on YouTube called Ani Asaru Uh, He does a lot of metaphysical videos Um, And the guy The lady The lady that The lady that um, Falky actually revered That is supposed to create This vaccine Actually has a connection to the roots And her nickname Is actually Kizzy. And if you watch the movie called The Roots, Kizzy was a main character in that movie. So what? What is a sublim? What is? What are they subliminally saying? They're still calling a slave. They're still calling the slaves. And that's the mammy, basically. Like that's all they are. They're not. That they all. They all. That's image. It's all for imagery. And this goes back to the conjunction. I, I think with the vaccine and with with. Well, and I was saying earlier, agree with you, saying that that was consistent when they initially didn't have that many, you know, that many minorities, really. Initially, it was a mostly older white people. Um, and then, yeah, now it's just straight. It was straight minorities, Asians, all, all race, Asians, Hispanic and uh, African-Americans. And, you know, now we can kind of see the narrative that they've been trying to create all year around this virus. And I think it still has to do with, with the ast- astrology behind everything. Because I think what this, this is all signifying the reset. So what happens when, the, when, it's, when it's a reset? This is when the Bible talks about the tail becomes the head. Because the ones who are really going to benefit from this are, is us. But it, it, you can also look at it as, um, you know, some say this is not, this, this is, it's a positive, but it's going to be a negative also so we got to look at this perspective too because really what you got to understand is we're we're a lost tribe so we've been put here to be persecuted basically so another perspective is that what's happening on 21st yeah we're going to get our power yeah we're going to do something's going to happen supposedly but it's going to be the start of Jacob's trouble like it's going to be a start of some real shit like because we're not even supposed to be in this realm we're supposed to be out of this realm we're not even supposed to be here really the way we go to the next step is we die so some are saying that this all this all this is going to do is just accelerate the oppression that we had to, we've had to deal with because if you read the book oppression shows you who the chosen is those who deal with ultimate oppression are from the are from the seed of god that's what makes us special. So it's not even though you deal, I, I, I have a, a lot of hardships that I had to deal with in my life. And some days you start, you start to ask, "Why me?" But you gotta understand that, you know, those hardships are placed on top of you to basically forge you, to build you, not just not for this realm, for the next realm Because we got, we got to die to get to that realm So you know, that's another perspective that we can look at. You know, we got that's another one that we can look at. And I do feel like they're ramping shit up, dude. I know I'm in my area, back home, two police officers had gotten killed. Three got killed this week. Three got killed this week in the 704. And it's all over the national news. And what I'm seeing from this is these are rituals for them to basically start gunning us down. And one of the guys, one of the guys, a white boy had killed a police officer um, like earlier in the week. And then yesterday, a black guy killed him. And who, guess who got killed during, during the altercation? The, The black guy got killed. And the other guy, they, he killed a police officer. He's still living. And the, took, he's been they took him bur- to Burger King. The, he, basically. But what I was want to bring, because I was speaking with my mother right before we got on the on, on the phone. I, we were talking about it. And I was saying, I want to actually bring this guy's picture up because I'm like, all oh, this is, is base. I'm I'm actually I'm I'm actually about to get ready for war, basically. Because all it's subliminally doing is basically next next time I what, what it's doing is putting it in our heads is that if you believe it, is that we're a threat. And the guy, the black guy that got killed, he looked, how, how would a white man look at me and look at him and see it? They won't see no difference. The, the difference is I'm clean, though, but they don't care about that. They're going to see me and see him. So gonna, that's going to put me at risk. So I'm also looking at it as we're about to get a whole nother wave. We're about to get a whole nother level of oppression. And I've said it before in the past that it's going to reach a point when their time runs out they're not going to be, they're not going to hide anything. They're going to be open about it. And that's the times that we're in. So don't, we don't need to necessarily always look at it as a, as a positive in a way of we ain't going to have to do nothing. No, it's a positive in a way of we, we we can see the times that we're in, but these are about to be some deadly motherfucking, you talking about the purge? Because their time is over with. They, they can't handle these coronal mass ejections. For real. We know this. this is not even being racist or nothing like that. They can't handle coronal mass ejections. They can't handle the sun for 15 minutes. So if the earth is starting to spit out these solar flares, come on, G. Come on. A CME hit the earth. Who going to survive that shit? Even if we, we might not even survive that shit. But we would be more equipped to survive it than, than any anybody else. So, all I'm thinking is going on is they're trying to get us up the fuck out of here because we about to be running shit. Maybe because, of, uh, you know, it's an extinction level event on the horizon and we may be the only ones that may be able to survive this shit. It don't matter what it is. It's all conspiracy. All we know is they are mobilizing to basically attack us and ramp this shit up on another level.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and it's so blatant with the number of gun shows that you see going around. Like, I seen somebody. Post on Twitter, but you know stuff you see on Twitter. A lot of people Photoshop and stuff too. But it was a supposedly if they pass this stimulus bill, which they're close to passing, a nine hundred trillion dollar. I think it's nine hundred trillion dollars. No, nine hundred billion dollar stimulus bill. I think nine trillion. Nine hundred trillion dollars. No, not nine trillion. Yeah,
0: I think that's how Yeah, it's, I, think tr- I, saw, tr- yeah
1: okay. I think I saw nine trillion. Nine trillion dollar stimulus bill where they'll give everybody six hundred dollars. This there was a CNN article where they were saying like the prices of guns are averaging to be around six hundred dollars right about now, mm. so I, that just tells me that it's just time for me to just uh to just ramp up with like you know time for me to go out and get my firearm, get my 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 body vest RPG, yeah, technical. Grenades, knives, and shit like that. Like that's something that I think is going to come in handy because I feel like before it gets better, it's going to get worse, and I feel like there is going to be more bloodshed, you know, in in this uh this war that we are currently experiencing. Um, and just to go back to with how you were saying how you know who's going to survive if we get hit by like a CME, I was just thinking about Henrietta Lacks in her story and how this uh black woman um she died and i think it was from childbirth or something like that or something related to that or she was i can't remember she was sick or something like that and in her dna held the the key to medicines that are still in practice today to uh to treat cancer patients so that's why they this,
0: take so much blood when you go to the doctor's office
1: yeah And, um, so just think about that. And yeah, they, you know, like my, um, I'm O positive. So they always would tell me, you know, you should give doubles and stuff like that because your blood type or whatever, when I was in high school and stuff like that. And, you know, once you do that shit, they will never stop calling you. Like they always Mm -hmm. find a way to call you and shit, try to get more blood. And I ain't did that in years. But, um, yeah, just think about that, man. Like, of course they want us to <laughs> they want us to be like the the uh, the guinea pigs to, to take these vaccines and shit because they understand how powerful our our DNA is in our systems that you know if anything was to go wrong, we would be the ones to have the answers within our DNAs to 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 fix it. And I just wanted to say um, before I guess we move on or maybe go to some or continue move on. I just want to ask you, what would you if uh, December 21st came and we were to get powers? What would the power you want would want to have?
0: Hmm. Damn, that's a good question. I didn't even think about that. Um. You know what? All I want to know is just I want to just I just want to know everything. That would. That's what I would ask for. I would just want to have the knowledge of everything, the knowledge of the universe, because that way, think about it. If you got the knowledge of the universe, you can tap into how to create different technology. You can tap into damn near everything else. So I wouldn't necessarily have it. I wouldn't have it. Wouldn't be physical. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be any physical powers. It would be mental. It'd be all mental. It'd be. I want to have the knowledge of understanding everything in the universe. That way, if I wanted to create zero gravity technology, I could do it. Cause I have the answers to everything. If I wanted to create a weapon to eliminate somebody, I could do it. I would have want something like that. I want something like that. I wouldn't want no like. I don't think I would necessarily want any any physical powers. I mean, because at the end of the day, like, I, I truly feel like it. The one who knows everything trumps all. Period. Like,
1: yeah. Um, you know, we as we know, knowledge is power, and you know that. The 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 thing that scares um, the dominant society more than just the color of our skins is uh, somebody with uh, knowledge. One of us with you know that just has knowledge. You know um, that's a very powerful thing. And with that, again, I was just thinking of like uh, with uh, who was it? Thanos, I think he was talking to Tony Stark in Avengers uh, Infinity War. He was like he was talking to Tony. He's like, you're not the only one that's cursed with knowledge. Like Mm. I was thinking to myself, like, I feel like I'm cursed with knowledge because um, I said that in a song I did recently. I said, I'm cursed with wisdom because I feel like it's like you get to the point, you know, so much that it's, it's overwhelming at times and things that you go through in life. It just does not seem to, it doesn't it doesn't hit you the way you would you think it would like to to people that aren't as involved in knowing about the world and around them you know since you go so far into this and learning more about the world in itself it's like everything around you becomes obsolete and it just doesn't it doesn't matter anymore and that's why I feel like at times I'm cursed with knowledge because it's like certain things just i don't care about you know that i feel like i should care about but i don't you know um so yeah i mean that i think that power would be incredible but at the same time it's like i feel like there would be times where you might be super depressed because you know so much and it's like it's Mm -hmm. like damn i don't even know i mean they don't even understand what's about to happen it's like you try to tell people but they don't understand you like I think about somebody like a Stephen Hawking or something like that. Like I don't think most of the people understood what he was saying most of the time. He, it's like he's talking code, you know, um but uh for me, I thought about it. I was thinking about it yesterday and there's this show that's about to come out from Marvel with uh and it, it deals with it to an extent. My power, I would want to be able to to warp reality. Mm. So that means I would want to be able to change everything the environment, everything around me just at the blink of an eye but just like a snap. I just would want to be able to just just like manifest it and change it into how I see it in my mind you know um it's powerful yeah i I think that would be super cool because you'd be able to you know make any type of you know the world that you would want to see yeah you know, um. But, you know, I, I mean, that's just something I, I was thinking about because, you know, a lot of people I feel like would say stuff like, you know, super strength, being able to run fast and shit like that. But I was just like. It's
0: all mental, dude.
1: Yeah. Nah, for me, I want to take it to the next level. Like always you look in the comics, the people at the highest peak that are super OP, they, they have they have the ability to warp reality. That's like
0: I'm, metaphysical powers. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Damn, man, it was something I wanted to add on that. Um, It slipped my damn mind, dude. Slipped my mind. Um, What you were saying about the knowledge, about, you know, kind of like, it's not that I mean, I'm not any better than anybody, uh, but I feel like I do have a more of a, uh, I feel like we have a, a deeper understanding about certain topics and we do look at, we don't necessarily look at the my my life isn't run by the material i love the material i'm a tourist so, you know i love things but i know things are bullshit like yeah, that shit ain't gonna get me to where i want to get so i appreciate materials but that's not what my life is about but you can already like you already you know even with us having the podcast and, and having different viewpoints of other people i know for me personally it's already kind of isolation and some days i'm just like damn man like some days I can't even, like I, it's hard for me to even have conversations with people a lot of the time you know because I'm already like I'm I'm already looking at shit up there and you know these people are worried about masks and shit like I'm we we about we yeah. passed that we about we passed that. That's dude. how I be with people like friends,
1: family. Sometimes they talk about certain things and it's just like I be about to get angry inside because mm-hmm. I'm just like, why the fuck are you thinking about this shit? Like you don't even understand. Like this is. These niggas are pawns. like there. I mean, there's such it's a higher level to all this shit, bro. And then when you try to explain it to them, it's just they just look at you like you crazy
0: for the most part. That is the mind control. It's like they're giving you a narrative that you are believing that you just believe in and you and you listen to, and and I, I but I think for myself, like I've I'm past and I'll speak on that, but I like to speak on deeper shit, like above that, like what is why is everybody focused on this? What is their, why is this their method? Like, I like to take it another layer forward and not just speak on what we are presented. Because I understand somebody like social media and technology, you, we're experiencing a negative aspect of what that can do to us. I mean, these algorithms are beastly. These algorithms are beastly. And they're, they're using these algorithms to attack us. And literally, it's, 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 it makes you it basically makes you think a certain way. It make, it they they control how you think. Basically, you can sit there and look at that fucking ad, Chick Fil A ad. Come up, what you gonna probably do? Get some Chick Fil A. Probably not that day, but you might get it that week though, because your your subconscious is gonna remember it. But that's all the algorithms right there. Um, but you already, you know, certain people already kind of feel isolated from from society as it is. Um, but
1: yeah. I... I think about that movie, uh, The Joker, that came out last year. I think it's a masterpiece because I feel like it really encapsulates a person that is a recluse in today's society that felt that might have mental issues, mental health issues, but feels abandoned by society as a whole because of how our healthcare system is and how people look down on people that uh, are going through things mentally you know and i and and uh i just think i just think it's important to to always be able to like have a open mind to different people's situations and thought processes and not just ridicule them because they're not thinking the way you think or thinking what the mainstream thinks you should be able to uh, under you should be able to uh be receptive to what they're saying and not just pass it off as just nonsense, you know, or or hearsay. You know, um, I think it's important to just to just keep doing that. And like you were saying, with like the algorithms, that come that brings back to the point what what I was saying before we uh, started recording is uh, today I watched the documentary, which I predicted they were going to do this, and they probably still are going to do a movie, uh, six nine, the saga of Danny Hernandez. It's like an hour and forty some minutes long. I just watched it because I was like doing something for work and I just wanted something on in the background. And it was actually pretty, uh, pretty insightful. I mean, most of the stuff I know about him because, I mean, I lived it to see through social media and stuff, how he's come up. And it's just, you know, the typical story of somebody that uh, he comes from a broken family. Uh, His dad wasn't there you know, he had a stepdad. His stepdad was killed. That changed his life. He was pretty much a good kid for the most part up until that moment. Then he, he had, you know, his girlfriend, he had a a kid as a teenager. He started hanging with these dudes and recording, making, uh, just, uh, videos and I think skits. And then he started doing music. And then at one, one point he got, he took it too far because, you know, he became power. He became obsessed with, uh, with clout with attention and didn't care about nobody else except just more clout. And, and he got caught up in a sexual uh, act with a, a underage uh, girl where they said he didn't do it. They, he was just there, you know, he got caught up with that. So then when he got out of jail, he took the plea deal. He said, you know, I can't do no more sexual videos, you know, where he was like fucking pedigree girls on the bed and shit. Um, and I'm talking about 6'9". So he aligned himself with some bloods. And then he became gang-affiliated. And then he became pretty much the leader of this, this organization. And then it got worse where he started making threats on people and getting people shot at, getting people robbed, beat. And um, his driver was an a, a immigrant. And uh, ICE paid him a visit. And FBI was doing an investigation on 6ix9ine's Trey the non-Trey gang, non-Trey Bloods, and he cooperated. So his, his driver was the mole of the crew. And, um, you know, it, it talks about, you know, how we know now that 6ix9ine is free and, you know, he, he's not relevant no more, at, well, at least at the moment. And it's like all these people... We're saying how you know they were gonna do stuff to him when he got out and nothing happened, you know, untouchable for the most part. Mm-hmm. He's still connected with the FBI. But what my bigger thing was what I was why I was mentioning this is because the driver said they they the the person doing the documentary asked the driver, he was like, um, so did they ever put a wire on you when you were you know around him? He's like, No, they just had an app. They just literally had an app where they hear everything
0: on the
1: phone Mm. and it just makes me think it's just like what we already know like what you were saying with smart tvs it's like even with your phone being cut off and stuff they can still hear what you're saying because it's all in the technology that's in these that's embedded in these chips in these phones and people some people are so hype about what's next you know for 5g with the increase speeds and stuff, not realizing that it's just going to make it that much easier for you to be tracked
0: moving forward. I want to add to this, dude, because I, I, I had this conspiracy that I thought that I thought in my head. And you ain't going to hear this from no, this This is the first time you're going to hear this shit. And I, I think I figured out why a lot of our shit comes from overseas and, with, and what they may have planned down, down the line. I thought about this. I was like, you know, a lot of our stuff comes from overseas, from China, uh, Japan, stuff like that. And they have this, these, they have, they have AI technology, algorithms and stuff. Um, they can, you know, record conversations, listen to everything. But this is what I was thinking. This is what I was thinking. Why? Why are they doing that? Why? Why are they collecting all this information on us? Why? And I think I figured it out. And this is the conspiracy aspect from it. I'm, I was thinking, I was like, well, what if they just cloning? Like, what if they, what if they clone? A, like, what if they're just cloning everybody? They're just cloning everybody. And when this shit pop off, when they're ready to really fuck with us, they're just going to, they're going to unleash clones like a, that's, that's got this basically packed with this AI database server with these motherfucking robots to have knowledge of everything. Everything, they're like, everything that they're collecting from us on these servers, they're going to put into these robots, basically, and put in, in AI, basically. And I'm thinking that's why I think they're collecting all this shit, dude. They're collecting all our information just so – it's because it's knowledge. It's knowledge of how we move, how we operate, like what we like, shit like that. And I'm thinking not only are they doing this to basically know – To basically predict how we think Like what we do and shit But I was thinking well maybe they you know They're working on technology robots Or some type of technology where They already have the knowledge Of everybody like everything Around the world in a server All conversations that we That they recorded numbers Like everything and I wonder if They can synthesize that into Some type of AI Into a chip that they can then put Into a robot and that could be like our police, or that's the new military type shit. Think about how think about how hard that think about how crazy that would be, dude.
1: I mean, they they put the subliminals in the movies. I mean, I always go back to our robot is one of the major ones. I mean, look at the Matrix as well. You know, which that's something I've been thinking about rewatching re- recently. The uh, Matrix trilogy that was actually created by a black woman too. Um, also. I was gonna say uh, the movie Us, Jordan Peele's latest movie Us, um, it's, it, it details pretty much how there's clones of everybody where they call them tethers, the tethered, mm. and the main the main character who's played by Lupita Nyong'o, Nyong, I think that's how you said, um, her main character, her tethered, her their, her tethered has a family. Of her family is the clone there's a clone family of her actual family and they come to meet each other in the movie and they have this battle pretty much to mm. you know to live but it there's a twist at the end where Lapita, her character when she was younger she would go to the uh like the fair like um it's like in like think of like New York Long Island where they have like those fair uh, the Ferris wheel like the um by the beach and shit. They would go there with her family and she went into like one of those mirror places one time and she she met her tether there. And the twist is the the tethers live underneath underneath in like this uh this place like down underneath in this underground facility. It's all these tethers. They got classrooms, bedroom, like the beds where they live at, and they just live. They don't know how to talk. They just walk around and shit and like zombies pretty much. Her her tether got out one day and she met her face to face in the mirror. Her tether dragged her into where the other tethers were and left her there. Come to find out, Lapita's character was the tether. The entire time she was the tether that got out and grew up. That's why the that's why her clone, what it wasn't the clone that was the original one. That's because that's why when they met, she could kind of talk a little bit because she was the original that had been replaced by the tether. Mm. So.
0: Yeah, that, I haven't. I still haven't seen it. I might. I'm a, i might check it out tonight. I just,
1: I, got, I just got chills thinking about that again. But I, I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was as good as Get Out. But I think it's still worth a watch because that's, because Jordan Peele. His it's the themes he puts into the movies. You know. So yeah,
0: yeah. Us, U.S. Us as a group. Like I mean, that's like got so many different meanings. Uh, but the cloning shit man i don't know we definitely know the clone they've been doing this shit i think they've been cloning since the 50s i think that's some shit that they figured out when they when they were fucking with hitler um you know i think they've been coming since the 50s dude and by now they, they just got it to a level where it's just like it's unfathomable like they got it to a level to where you could be going out here on a daily basis and this is what they call npcs they've just created people basically is what i'm thinking and this is why I think this is where the disconnect comes. This is where the disconnect comes from people that think a certain way and people that don't think a certain way. I think a lot of people, like NPCs, you hear you heard this before, they can't, they, they, they control, they can't think outside of the realm of what we've been told and what they want you to believe in. It's because they don't have that aspect. They don't have that gene. I, I truly think.
1: Speaking of which, there's a game, I mean, not a game. There's a movie coming out next year called Free Guy. And it's about a video game character. He's an NPC, a non-playable character that pretty much becomes conscious. Wow! Yeah, it comes out next year. So yeah, I'm gonna
0: look into that. Um, yeah, like I think I think what really separates us, though. I think you know you have a chosen family. It ain't about race. When I'm talking about this, you have a chosen star group, star tribe is what they call it, a, a family, and that whole family has a gene, which I call it the intelligence gene. Um, it's some type of gene that, that we all have that just makes our brains think differently, period. And it's because we're from the same family. We we go, we go, we go, we go we're we going through different realities, trying to basically fix these realities with Avengers. But we have a gene where we can see shit differently. Like we see because we are we probably we probably, hey, probably don't been on so many different earths and civilizations. We know yeah, it's um, deeper think, than
1: this shit.
0: Fucking uh, X-Men. Yeah hmm That's why a lot of people is talking about X-Men and the Avengers in this conjunction.
1: Yeah, I mean, X-Men was based off of black people. I mean, you can look that up. It was based off the civil rights civil rights movement.
0: So And you know, kind of back to what we were just a little bit on more what we were saying with that conjunction. Whatever happen, whatever comes from it, I think it's just gonna be a gradual process after that. So if we do get any powers, anything, it ain't going to be something that's just going to be like next week. It's going to be some shit that's going to probably, you know, it's going to take some time. It's
1: going to take some time to activate.
0: But I think by 2030, I'm going to say this right now, by 2030, we're not going to even be able to really recognize the past 100 years, 200 years. I guess we're going to be in another fucking realm. I would, I really, really want to predict by then we have like hyperspace kingdoms. They call them hyperspace kingdoms. And this is where I do right now. I theorize where the 1% actually live. This is why you don't see, we don't see them because we, they got us basically on a prison print prison planet in a certain realm. But once again, we don't know what the earth really is. But what I really think it is, is it's just a ever expanding infinite realm with ice rings and shit that basically you got to get by to get to the next realm. And they say, you know, outside of this one realm that we in is hyperspace kingdoms. This is where they take all the dead celebrities this is where they actually; these people actually live. And what they're doing, starting with the cryptocurrency and with these digital IDs, is they're basically trying to bring this to, to this realm, basically. And that, that goes, and how I can prove that is the Acon City. That's a hyper, that's all it is, is a hyperspace kingdom. They already got them. He's just trying to, um, they're, they're trying to, they're going to create this shit and bring it to our realm, but they want to have control of it. They already have that. That's where these motherfuckers actually dwell. Like Epstein Island and shit. We don't even know if that's really you know, in the Atlantic, that could be out past Antarctica, some shit. I and
1: mean, that's why. I- who knows? They could have figured out how to properly uh, teleport through the the Bermuda Triangle and learn how to actually come back from that. Yep. You know, um, because that that's just one place where there's that uh, that zone where people have gone missing. There's other places too. So, just think of those as all. Um, Teleportation, not teleportation, but like uh, black holes or wormholes that people go into and get transported into either another dimension or, you know, planet, another side of the world, or something like that.
0: You know, you brought up a good idea, man. Me think I want to bring this up too um, because it this is connected. So, what was the Iraqi? What was the Iraq war actually fought over with Saddam Hussein? What were they attacking him for? For not just not just the opium. They wanted the oil, right? The Ziggurat of Earth. The Ziggurat of Earth. Y'all better get ready for this. It's a Stargate portal, basically. It's a... It's a... It's An a, a ancient building. But they said within this building, it's basically a Stargate portal. And there's a piece with the, within the building that looked literally like the Stargate portal off of uh, Stargate SG-1. That's what they say, though, that one is one of the big reasons why they actually had to get rid of Saddam Hussein, because he had ancient technology. All these people that they're knocking off have ancient technologies within the museums of their, of their countries. And the technology that has powers that can literally that can change, change this, these this reality. But the thing is, it's a race to decipher the technology like we it's not decipherable. Yeah, they're like we're—they're de- trying to decipher this technology. They will never be able to decipher it. It's not meant for them to decipher because that's our original technology. This is why we made it so complex because we knew that we were going to be going through this shit, and we knew we were going to be dealing with the with the uh you know not just the Caucasian, but with these with the with the with these demons because it's not even it's it's deeper. It's it's about the blood, man. It's something in the blood of these people because it's black, white, Hispanic, all these motherfuckers that basically are in on this shit. Um. Yeah, so it, it it it's 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 wicked, dude. It's I mean,
1: I, I literally have a conversation like the other day, well, like a week ago at the barbershop, and we had gotten to pretty much a deep conversation about like the vaccines and shit, and um, I brought up, I was like, man, well, we on another point, like I. And these are some older cats, probably like 20, 30 years older than me. You know, my barber, uh, you know, him, he he gets it, you know, shouts out of the pits, you know, he he teaches me things and stuff, you know, talks about a lot about Hebrew, which is something I'm still I do want to get invested into. And I, I do really want to learn Hebrew so I can start deciphering things myself. Um, it was a, one of his customers. I was like, man, how do you think the queen's still alive? They fucking eating babies, bro. Like they're drinking the bloods of newborn babies. You know what adrenochrome is? Why do they choose babies because they aren't tempered with. Their their blood is pure. Look at the fucking uh what's his name? Uh not the queen but uh what prince or what that old the dude she's married to.
0: Is he, it prince Andrew,
1: he looks extinct almost. Like he doesn't look like he's fucking human. Like how do you think he's still alive, bro? They're fucking drinking the bloods of n- newborn. That's just, that's a conspiracy, you know, you can say that's a conspiracy theory, but that's something I believe in. Because think think about how the amount of kids that go missing every year. Mm-hmm. I walk into Walmart and I see all of these faces of kids, most of them are melanated, that go missing every year. And then you see these... Uh, you see these ones where they find people and they have missing organs. Mm. Think about that. And then I think about uh, uh, Dick, the late Dick Gregory. Um, he was on the Breakfast Club some years back, and they were talking about organ harvesting or something. No, he was saying, "Yeah, I think he was talking about organ, organ harvesting." And Charlemagne was like, "Well, how do you think we're gonna, you know, save the world or what?" He's like, "What are you talking about? Hope we? It's over. Like we lost." He's like, there's already another planet where they take the 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 people that they kidnapped. They put them on another planet. I believe it. And they were just all looking at him like he was crazy. But I mean, I believe what he I mean, I believe what he was saying as well. Because I mean, he's seen obviously he's done seen some shit. Like, you know, he's been he was been in the industry a long many years. He was with back in the days with malcolm martin all that he's seen many eras you know
0: and been a celebrity and stuff so he and these people leave without a trace that's that's the that's the the sick shit it's like these all these people go missing but they're gone without a trace though And and with all this technology these motherfuckers can track what you did five years ago to the t and they can't track these people um I'm glad you broke adrenochrome up because that, that actually added to what I was saying before about the bloodline, about shit being in the blood. And to speak on adrenochrome, you know, they say adrenochrome is the most powerful drug known to man. And in fact, a part of it is just, it's a psychedelic. And what I think it did, the first person that drunk adrenochrome connected with Satan. And it basically, basically it put it, it, it created a parasite within their blood that is highly contagious and it's addictive. So basically the adrenochrome is basically, is basically allowed them to, to connect with Satan. This is why these motherfuckers are getting the knowledge of all this shit. Because what Satan is the prince of air, prince of information, everything basically. So if that's the case, this is why I think that this is why I think they get all the technology and why they're so bloodthirsty because the adrenochrome has created a, basically a motherfucking demon in the flesh. And, um, this is why it ain't about race. It's about, it's, it's still about bloodline, you know, it's, it, it's something to melanin, it's something to race, but it's not all about race. Um, I think it's truly about bloodline. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to bring up that, the Ziggurat Earth. I wanted to bring up that page, because uh, it was something I was looking into the other day. Um, I want to show you a picture that I found. Uh, they supposedly they actually found this old picture um, that showed what it looked like. Uh Ziggurat uh er, and I'll share the tab. They say this is what the war in Iraq was actually fought of. It's just it's an ancient structure that had within it a star that's actually a star fort that had an actual stargate within it. And who was the one that was starting to excavate it? Oh, uh, let me uh share the screen, my bad.
1: And then we look at uh again like how we know 9-11 was a, a inside job. Um, you know they try to make the Saddam Hussein look like the bad person or Osama bin Laden. When you go back and look in our history, we were fucking work, the U.S. was working with who, who Saddam Hussein.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you go back and look into it, so it makes sense. You know, yeah, people were saying you know the war was over, um, really over oil, which I mean that makes sense too because the Middle East is rich with oil, but. With what you're saying, with this, this just adds another layer to it. It does, dude. And they and what is- recently with the aliens and how Trump knows knew about the the the, the uh, intergalactic federation, but he was about to expose it. But he was, I think he was shut down or something like that. There was a, I think it was an Israeli that leaked it or something, and said something about it recently. Comments about yeah, there's an intergalactic federation, but they said. Talking about how humans aren't ready to be a part of that, yet they're not evolved enough.
0: Oh, man, I'm glad you brought Trump up, because it's something that I found in the YouTube comments the other day. It's, it's exec- this motherfucker put an executive order out in 2018 about election fraud, G. And I'm going to pull that shit up. I want you to read this shit, because it said 45 days after the election, uh, this can this um, executive order can be put in place. Man, there's some odd shit going on right now, and we got to get ready, dude. It's some odd shit going on right now. I'm gonna. We'll talk more about that after I show you this picture of the Stargate. But what does it say to Ziggurat of Earth? It, it's a Neo Sumerian from a Neo Sumerian city. So this is Sumerian type technology. I want to see if I can find the actual Stargate. It, that motherfucker looked just like. um It looked just like uh the shit off of Stargate. It was within the Ziggurat of Earth after they uh were starting to excavate it. Um. I wish I would I wish I would have just screenshot it and sent it to my email and download it on the computer or something let me see if I could do this this wasn't it but this is interesting too this is like a Sumerian hieroglyph or something but that's not the picture I'm looking for oh right here. This is it. See if I can. This ain't the whole picture. It's like but it's, this picture is a bigger picture of this same picture. And you can see right there. This That's the exact portal. It looks like the Stargate SU one portal. That's what they were. That's what they were looking for over there. That's what they and they got it here, but they don't know how to decipher it or they may know how to decipher it by now. And that might be what they're talking about. Um, here it is right here. This is this. This is what they found, dude. Mm. we gonna learn today dude this is what they found this is what was within the ziggurata earth within that structure that I just showed this is the stargate this is what's in Iraq um yeah so that's what I wanted I wanted to, to share with that um with you guys
1: yeah that's interesting it's, I mean with all of the news about aliens recently and how they um how they you know, the, the monolith, you saw that with the this where did that come from? Then all of a sudden I think it just disappeared or something like that, or some it's other. been moving
0: around, it's been getting moved around yeah. like all across the world, type shit.
1: Yeah, so with that, and now Space Force are calling themselves US Space Force is calling themselves guardians, and mm. then there, in Marvel, there's a, a, a intergalactic uh crew called the guardians of the galaxy so now they're calling themselves the guardians for the u.s space force so it's all coming together like i mean what do you think those monoliths what do you think those
0: symbolize first i'm gonna say man we might this shit might take about three hours bro because i got some, we got some information that we got to give these people tonight dude so i don't know man we gotta we gotta strap in dude because okay with the monolith i'll say this I don't think I think that I don't think that there is I don't think that that is extraterrestrial activity kind of doing research on it but I will say this I think we're going to get visit we're going to get visitation we're going to get visitation um but with the monolith I think that that's what they're, they're this is what the elite this is what they're doing they're, this is what the elites are doing and I think that they're doing it to basically diminish what when they visit us basically. Like they're doing this shit before the, before we get before we really get the extraterrestrial shit popping off, basically. So with the monolith, I don't think the monolith. I don't think that that is extraterrestrial visitation because I think that we're going to get extraterrestrial visitation, but they're trying to do create events to where either we where we won't necessarily pay attention enough. But when they come, we're not we're not going to have no choice but to pay attention because it's going to be in a in a specific way. And the reason why I said um. We got information because when you when you said what you just said, it made me think of this uh, YouTube uh, movie that I watched before. That I came back across uh, this morning. I watched a little bit of it, and it's called Cosmic Slop in 1990, it It is made in nineteen ninety four. Bruh, check this out. Check that shit out on YouTube when we get off. When we get off of this shit, dude. The movie is based on. Okay, so it starts off. I, I I forgot the the rest of the movie, but I I remember I watched it before because I remember how crazy that the movie started off. The way the Cosmic slot movie starts off is, you know, they have they have they had got a beam or some shit from this extraterrestrial thing, or they could, they were watching these ex, extraterrestrials coming from outer space to the Earth, but they've been they have been watching them for like two or three months. Yeah. And the day that they were supposed to, you know, finally make a visitation, it was this big press conference on the beach or whatever. Everybody was out there getting ready to see the aliens and shit. And when he's speaking to shit, the aliens just pop up like out of nowhere, like these big ass ships just um, uncloak themselves, basically. And the president is there. He's at the podium or whatever. And one of the leaders in one of the uh, alien spacecrafts, it ba- he basically... um. A hologram of a TV pops up in front of the president so he can communicate with the president. Everybody was like fucked up of all the shit they already seeing and shit. And when the hologram popped up, it showed an alien face. But he then cloaked himself to look like a white man. And what he was saying was, he was basically saying, we can give you a deal. We will give you zero point technology. We will give you energy to clean your, uh, techniques to clean your atmosphere. We will give you gold, silver, yada, 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 saying that they would want to do, they wanted to do a deal. And this is their part of the bargain. Guess what they wanted in exchange? They said we would give you all this in exchange for anybody who had over twenty-five nanograms of melanin within their system, and you got three days to decide. Nineteen ninety-four, man, this shit was crazy, dude. That's that's what the exchange was. They would give you They would give you know white people all this technology, but they'd have to take everybody who had true melanin off the planet.
1: Well, I. I'll say that I I think that's uh, I think that's fascinating. Um, I'll take it a step further with uh, a show that I watched that I talked about recently. Um, I was telling you about Lovecraft Country and how you were saying there was one episode where they touch on um, time travel. Well, there's actually te- there's technically a couple episodes where they talk about time travel, but there's one in particular where. Hippolyta is her name. She travels through time- out time and she understands that she is she is the universe, and with her mind she can go anywhere and be anything or anyone that she wants to be in the world and um there's this one scene where she she interacts with some uh some some uh some aliens mm. And this right here is what they look like. Let me uh, pull this up so you can see it. Cause this thing, cause it takes, Alright, about to share the screen. Right there. Wow. Yep. That's what the that's what the alien looked like on the show. And maybe that's well, hello. Let me Yeah, that's just another image. But yeah, you get the gist right there of how the alien look. I'm thinking to myself, man, like, you know, going back to what you said earlier with um, how we're not even supposed to be in this realm. Like, what if one of the reasons why we haven't seen aliens ourselves or been in contact with them is because the elites know it once they see, once we see it, they know that it'll be us. You you see what I'm saying? Is like, it's like they, they're afraid, you know, they know about the intergalactic federation or whatnot. And they're afraid to talk about it and stuff because they know once we have this contact with aliens uh, they do come and the public is aware. They come and they see it and they look like us. It's like I mean that's just going to be the the, the biggest fuck of all time is like well you know it's like it, you know because in these movies we always see the aliens always look goofy for the, well sometimes they look goofy and big heads and shit and it's just like just weird bodies and green and Big eyes and shit like that, but I'm thinking that's just some, you know, that's just some fantasy shit. Like, I'm thinking they could just look exactly like us at the end of the day, and they understand. That goes back again to them knowing, like you said, with the fucking the aliens, like, yeah, we, we want people with melanin to come with us because we understand how powerful they are and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, know, so like, well, if they just come and they see us and we look just like them, except. They're not, you know, they're just so more such more so more advanced than we are. Um be like a homecoming of sorts.
0: I mean, me personally, I I don't know. <laughs> I it's a what a time to be alive. I love it. I mean, it's a good time to be alive at this point because I, I just feel like we in for we in for a show. This ain't even the show. I think we in for a show. Uh, for real. I think we really in for a big show. Um, I do think it's going to be some some level of visitation. And this this visitation, ha- I think it has to happen at some point to help us go to that next level. I don't think we will be able to get to that next level with just even what we have right now. Like this system has to collapse. But I think it's going to start with some type of visitation on some level where they will start to trade with us. Maybe you know, this, this CME or something has to pop off and then they come visit. Like I do think it's going to be some level of visitation if it hasn't already been. I mean, I, I've been, we had a Wise comment and we see all kinds of shooting stars and had all this crazy shit pop off. Um, I think it's going to be some level of visitation. Um, and we ain't really seen nothing yet. We ain't seen nothing yet. That cosmic slot movie, man, that should have me kind of fucked up. I mean, I'm going to go back and watch all the way through again. I mean,
1: I'm thinking about it too. Again, like even with that, like with the Afrofuturism, like thinking about, you know, how they talk talk to uh, immigrants like you're an illegal alien. Well, who's the alien? Because mm. I'm thinking to myself, it's like sometimes, sometimes I'm like, man, these motherfuckers are foreign. Like they probably not even from this world. Like what if we are the aliens at the end of the day? They don't want to say it because it's like, you know. They afraid, you know, they understand the power that we possess, you know. Um I, I, you know, I I I just there's so many possibilities with it. So many possibilities.
0: I wanted to speak on, I know we were talking about the Stargate and everything, and this kind of goes with it. With, uh, speaking with the star about the Stargates and um you were saying how they uh figured out how to go over Bermuda, you know, figured out how to go through the time hole in Bermuda and everything. When you were speaking on that, I wanted to add. I wanted to bring in, you know, how we don't really know how they haven't really taught us what the map actually looks like. We don't really know what the map actually looks like. We don't really know like what this landmass is. And I've never been on a plane, but I've heard about how like people, you know, they can be on a plane and they have all these different uh, layover places and stuff. And like how you, can, it might be quicker to get to one spot, but it, it take but to this. Look at the map. It don't make sense. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think is going on. And I think, you know, the airplane, our airline situation can show that what they're really doing. One, the map ain't really, we don't have no clue what this shit really is. None. Like the, when we look at the map, that shit, don't, I don't think it even look like that. It might be similar, but it don't look like that. And the reason why these flight paths are weird is because they're passing, they're trying to avoid stargates. And not only are they trying to avoid stargates, I found this map of Pangea. (laughs) Get ready for this shit. I found this map of Pangea that was from a textbook in 1915. This motherfucker said that we actually, everything is still connected. And if it ain't connected, it's still like the the space between these continents are still so small. It's still basically connected, dude.
1: That's something I thought about for a long while. Like I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, are we really as far away as it seems? Because people would say you know well you know just you you keep driving you keep driving east and what are we going to hit we're going to hit the atlantic ocean but okay we hit the atlantic ocean but maybe it's it's not as far down like it it doesn't take as far as we think to cross over to get to the uk you know it could be like fucking four or five hours on like a boat or some shit like you know or you know and, and people and and it's just been taught for so long that everything is so separated when we are much closer than we seem i mean i'm th- i think to myself sometimes i'm like bro like we have already know that they've they've lied about the actual um size of continents so who's to say we are on the actual landmass that they say we are on? It could be flipped, it could be twisted around and shit, you know. That that's stuff that I've thought about for a while.
0: I wanna add to that because I was reading a book. That's interesting because I was reading a book that was t- it's called um Native American. One second, let me grab it. I'm gonna grab it. This book right here african and native americans the language of race and the evolution of red black peoples reason it's not really connected per se but the reason why i brought it up is because in the beginning i'm still at the very beginning and it's african-american contacts to 1500 but what i'm what well, reason why i brought this up is because he outlines how they documented how in europe they had uh at different points in like the 16 and 17 hundreds on Indians traveling, like it would be Indians traveling on in canoes to England, to, to these to these European countries. It's documented. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, so it's something, there's something off about that. Something, if these, if Indians from the United States can travel to the UK in canoes, then we're not, it's something that we're not taught. It's something that's missing there. Either these motherfuckers had God-level technology just then, or it's not really that, it's not, we're not that far away. And that's what I wanted to bring up because it talks about in this book how um, they had tales of, in Spain and Portugal about how they had never seen Indian an uh, Indian before, and how one time an Indian that came over in a canoe and went, right when he got there, he did die when he got there. I mean, like, he got off the canoe and just died. But wasn't that they, had numerous accounts?
1: Then they talk about how like the fucking uh, Asians migrated over to like over here from like a bridge or some shit. Like they they came from Russia uh, from like Russia and migrated over onto the side of like where Alaska is. Mm -hmm. There was like a a huge migration at one point or something like that. So that just makes me think. It's like, how much, how close are we, how close are we actually? Um, And then there's always that joke, like in like cartoons, like in Looney Tunes where they start digging underground and then they wake up and they're in in China. Like Mm. they dig in the ground and then they, they get to the point to where they go into the ground and then they just they come up and they're in China, so it's it, it's it's interesting, man. It's um, it's interesting. Uh, huh.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to see if I can find. I can't find it. I can't find it on. And I don't. I don't. I usually duck, duck, go on my on my phone on my laptop. But honestly, I think DuckDuckGo is worse than, than Google, man. I get, like, I mean, I don't get the same results. At least on Google, I can get a closer of what I'm, what I'm looking up. But this right here, I'm going to see if I can show it on my phone, because I can get it on my phone. But it was a, a researcher named Wagner in 1915. He shows basically how it looks. How like how it, how it started to re- how it split up, but how this the picture in C is how it actually still how it is. It's still actually like this, but you will see that these planet these uh con- these um continents are still a lot closer. See if I can.
1: Yeah, I can. Yeah,
0: you can see A. The top one is when it's all together. Right. The middle one is when it starts to break apart, but the bottom one is actually more so what it looked like in 1915. But you can still see. It it's depends
1: still, on, It's fairly uh, close. Like yeah, it's
0: still relatively pretty damn close. Like it ain't as wide as part is, as as they are uh, teachers. Um, I think it's something to that, and I, I got that from I, I was exposed to that from um, a seer, the Duke of Tears. He had put that. He had put a. I actually got the real picture on my um, phone. I. I got to go through the screenshots and stuff, but yeah, check him out too. A series of, Dick of Tears okay. on uh, YouTube, man. He he dropped he dropped something right uh, tonight. I'm gonna watch it right when we get off here. That shit is mind blowing information, dude. But yeah, I, that's what I wanted to uh, add today.
1: Yeah. um... It's just a lot, man. Well, going back to I mentioned it earlier, but what do you think about that—the new stimulus bill and them only wanting to give us six hundred dollars?
0: Um, I think what they're doing—I think really what the government is doing right now is they're—they're they're basically setting up their own grave. They're setting up their own grave, um, because everybody knows that. Okay, it took y'all mother eight nine fucking months. To give us half of what we got before. So what I'm looking at, I'm looking at it like this. This is what goes back to what I'm saying. They're not hiding shit. They basically strong arming us. They're telling you, fuck you. And when I woke up this, when I woke up uh around eight or whatever, when I got up, I got all these alerts. All a lot of them, most of them pissed me off. One of the alerts I got was talking about how Congress, which supposedly had, they said they had two dozen, two and a half dozen meetings left. They're just gonna be out they're not going to do nothing <laughs> they like they they're going on recess or some shit i'm sitting up here thinking like i don't give a fuck if it's thanksgiving christmas new years this is goddamn 2020 with a pandemic nigga you're going to be missing the holidays this year if you're supposed to be here governing us but it made me realize they're not here to help us dude this is this is this is the great awakening this is what we're going to understand like we already understand this, but everybody's gonna understand. The government has been here to fuck with us. They've been body trafficking us. They've been giving us drugs. They've been stealing us, stealing from us through taxes. They've been surveying us. They've been putting us in war, killing our, putting our own citizens' arms through uh, wars that are funded to basically destroy other countries where they can get their reason. Like the government is, has never helped us. Period. And that is a part of this great awakening. And it's going to get to the point where. Everybody's a, all, we already are aware that they're fucking with us. You can't be serious. You can't be... But the, you, The Federal Reserve printed all this money all this time, and you know why the stock market and cryptocurrency and gold. Why that shit is all the way up like this? Because the Federal Reserve has been printing trillions and billions of dollars just to buy stocks. Now, they could have took a trillion or two of that and gave, given it back to the people. Why didn't they give it back to the people? Because they don't give a fuck about it. So, this goes back. This is the Great Awakening. Motherfuckers gonna realize. Okay, we don't need government. You, we don't need government the way we look at government. We need a regular republic and something like and our constitution to be fulfilled and, and revamped. But that needs to be followed to a T though. We don't need all this extra bureaucracy, democrat democracy shit. We don't need all that extra shit because what that has done is lady literally led to the attack on the people. Only thing the government is is the modern day uh, Roman Catholic Church, and this is the fall of it. So, how do I feel about the stimulus? I think it's horse shit, but I already knew it was going to be horse shit, because what they're trying to do is basically, they're trying to poke the beast. They're trying to poke the beast, basically. Poke the beast. Poke the beast. There's a lot of people out here, they're not not scared of the government, because we know the most powerful part of society is the people as a collective. Once the people, shit, once a thousand people come together with the like minds and resources, this shit is done, dude. This shit is done. So, I mean, that's, that's how I feel about that. Like, I think it's horseshit, but what I realize is this is the fall of government. It's like so, they're put. So what we're seeing is this is the beginning stages of what is going to lead to them to fall, to lead us to revolt, to basically overtake the government again. That's what that's what this artist is.
1: I look at it too with like um, how you said, like man, like yeah, of course they got all this. They're printing all this money. Of course they can fucking give us way more than what they they're planning on giving us, and it's like. You see these all-time highs with Bitcoin over 23000 I think the highest it got was like $23,777 or something like that. Bitcoin is going to be, at one point, it's it's going to get to over a $100,000. It's going to reach these levels at some point. At least. Yeah, this is just the beginning. And there's going to be altcoins such as Ethereum that will be huge as well. And there's going to be other players too, you know. But I'm thinking to myself, it's like, it's like, okay, they only give us six hundred. They're only going to give us six hundred dollars. Then I, I keep seeing these ma- these huge corporations putting millions into to cryptocurrency because they understand, like we understand, the government. They know that the dollar is shit, and mm-hmm. they know that everything is going digital. Why you think they gave those Congress? men and congresswomen that money to go play around with in terms in, in crypto because they understand yeah they're going to be they, they think you know well we're going to be early adopters to this shit really because the, the space is still really new um and, and it's like they're not putting people on they're not letting they, and you look on the news they don't really talk about crypto that much, it's like they try not to, t- and when they talk about it, they come with more so a bearish mindset for the and They they
0: wait till it gets to the all-time high. And you notice every time the media talks about it, it's when it said it's peak and it crashes right after that. Yeah, that's what they do.
1: Yep. But now you're starting to see them infiltrated into the mainstream. Like I texted you, um, how I talked about on the previous episode with uh Travis Scott, how I was saying, you know, they're just gonna have an influencer such as Travis. It's instead of Travis's Meg the Stallion. She just did this huge um, partnership with Cash App where they gave out over a million dollars of Bitcoin. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, like, well, this is exactly what I was just talking about. Like, all it takes is for them to have somebody of uh, a social status, one of these celebrities that can just have these people. Just lock into what they're talking about, not understanding what the market is or anything and just starting to buy into this shit. And mass adoption is right around the corner. 2021 is going to be a fucking massive year for crypto, uh, cryptocurrency. And for people that are worried about taxes and stuff, yeah, they're still finding ways to regulate. They don't, they still are even, I I think they're still going back and forth with it. They won't even consider Bitcoin, uh. Or even want to consider cryptocurrency a digital asset uh, asset class or not. Um, but, you know, if you're not taking gains from your profits, you don't have to pay taxes on that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's smart to take gains. Yeah. If you don't. I mean, you're going to you're going to lose out more than you gain if over time if you don't take your gains uh, from when the, the prices shoot up. So that's the that's the tricky part about it, you know. But um yeah, man, I'll be looking at YouTubers. These niggas got hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in this shit, just trading every day, looking at got several Bitcoin, and you know, and you gotta understand that there's only a finite number of bitcoin left, like two million approximately mm-hmm. left in the world. It's so gonna people, keep going up. People don't understand that this shit is going to, when it takes off, it's gonna fucking Take off, and the scarcity is just going to ex- explode. So, if you're not doing it now, you need to start looking into cryptocurrency because fuck a, a bank account, savings account. You can have your fucking retirement, all that shit within this shit. Yes, there's a lot of volatility, but that's why there's stable coins where you can put money into it that can act as like a savings account in crypto and you can uh you can gain a, a, a AP um APY percentage for just holding that each year you know and you can mine like I was talking about you can mine uh different coins and shit and i'm telling you man like people just i just think about the the possibilities man because i've seen it how my portfolio has tripled quadrupled mm-hmm. this year and I, I didn't even put as much into it really like i could have when I I did do it, you know, at the beginning of the year, and now I'm understanding. I'm looking at them like, oh yeah, this is what it is. Like you got to th- There's a lot of volatility with it, you know. But you got to understand that this is the future. I don't. There's fucking Bitcoin ATMs. There's nope. Bitcoin ATMs in places. I'm I'm th- I'm going to get a haircut like last week. I see, I see that fucking sign. Electric sign. Bitcoin ATM is here. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, why the fuck do they got a big I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, I get it. now. I all right. So they really about to infiltrate this shit into society, just smooth. It's just gonna be a transition to like when they started putting chips on
0: everybody's debit cards. So when the bank the, the banks are done as we know it, because uh, right now, like cat, me personally, cash app is my shit. Like cash app, uh yeah, the the cash app is better than any bank account that you can have because you can, you can get instant, like, I can send you a $1,000 right now, and you can go spend that shit right now. If yeah. you got a debit card, um, you can buy Bitcoin on there. Uh, min- very minimal fees. Uh, I buy I buy a, co- a lot of Bitcoin and shit on there. Um, the way it's set up, that is the future. It gets all the blue out of it, It gets all the clutter and, and the red tape out of here that banks and bank accounts will give you. So, what you're going to see is, a lot of banks are going to collapse because if they don't get with the cryptocurrency space. And... What you were back? To what you were saying? Regulations. Here's the thing: this cryptocurrency shit is. This is a uh, what you, cryptocurrency is the equivalent. This is our internet, basically. This is our generation's internet. So, but the, the key is, this is going to liberate us. I believe because I, I think you. I think what they're starting to realize is you, you can't necessarily. You can regulate, it, but I think that the, the limit that they're going to have is that for them to regulate this. Like, it, it's, it's hard for them to regulate cryptocurrency because cryptocurrency was created for you to be hitting. These these protocols were created for you to be, de, for it to be decentralized. The concept of Bitcoin is decentralization from the from the rip. Like, they can't do nothing with that. Like, they can't really regulate that. They can't necessarily make it a security because, I mean, it, the technology is, is, is really good. That's why they haven't made it a security. And a lot of money laundering, that's what it's used for, is money laundering. Through the government, the government, the government shoots Bitcoin. That's what they've been doing. That's why it's so fucking hot, and that's why I do. I feel like it may get up to a million dollars a coin, because as as that as that uh supply goes down, that value is going to go up. Because I don't think Bitcoin is is deflationary. That's and all it, it is.
1: And um, that's why it's important. Like you know, it's important to look into Bitcoin and to you know accumulate you know. Slow, slowly but surely accumulate over time, which is what I'm going to do uh, moving forward. I got a little bit in Bitcoin right now, but I got more in alt, alt coins. But also looking to see altcoins excite me more than Bitcoin because you don't understand. I mean, there's so many potential use cases for these different projects that there are out there. When we, you want to talk about DeFi, um, DeFi coins, uh, DeFi D apps, you know, decentralized apps. In the future, decentralized gaming—you know, yeah. like you know—there's so much that can go with these altcoins, and it's and it's like, damn, it's like everybody's trying to figure out what is what is going to be the the altcoin that's going to take off. A lot of people think XRP is going to be a, a major player, which I still believe in XRP as well. But there's many other coins out there, which is it's it's it's, uh, it's, it's exciting, in my opinion. And I don't think you can. Go into this. I don't think you're gonna lose going into this unless you're just putting it into some coin, some coin that isn't you don't you don't get news about regularly. Mm-hmm. You just see that super cheap. Just because a coin is super cheap doesn't mean there's gonna be any use case for it, you know. Um
0: they have well, to be doing I, deals and shit, dude. Yeah, you like, gotta
1: be you gotta be looking into what the deal types of deals are being made with those those uh those coins or companies that's hosting the, that have those coins and ethereum is definitely going to be huge because a lot of coins tokens rather use erc which is ethereum they are off of the um ethereum I, want, I I don't want to say blockchain but I think that's the the right word um but yeah man it's it's exciting to see i mean if you look at it it's it's essentially gambling but at the same time it's like would you rather Your entire life, every day of the week, play a pick five or pick three, or a couple times a week, or and hit play the Mega Millions, and then eventually you might hit if you play the same numbers because the same numbers uh, at some point in time are going to hit over time. Eventually, I mean that's well that's how that's what I believe because I seen somewhere where a guy had won huge over hundreds of millions he said he played like the same number numbers for like 25 years straight and Mm. he finally finally won you know you could do that if you want but i'm saying this right here the long i think the long-term impact is more valuable than wasting thousands of dollars playing the lottery and shit and going playing like online poker and shit like that like going to casinos I think this is more valuable to put money into because you can gain, Mm -hmm. again, with the APY, like, you can gain interest on these coins, shit, 300 plus percent on coins and shit. Like, now, you can do it now. Like, fuck a savings account where you get paid, like, .0025% a fucking year. You know, like, this is... The the stable coin is the equivalent of a dollar, and it's never going to lose... Well, there is possibility that it can lose value, but... More so, it's going to stay that consistent. So, if you want something that's not going up and down, you put money into that instead of a savings account because you're going to earn a lot more interest with these coin, a stable coin than you are with your savings account.
0: Yep, yep, that's my plan. Once I, once I, once at Moon, my a uh, little bit of my exit strategy. I'm it's going to Moon, and then I'm never, you know, I'm going to take out just enough to where I can get me a house, a car, and live for like a year. And each year I'm just going to get that set amount out. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that amount and I'm going to uh, put it into, you know, the accounts where I can get some uh, percentage gains on it through a stable coin. Um, yeah. And I want to really I want to have it, hopefully it's enough uh, high, high enough amount where I can just put that into that and I can just look at it like a dividend or something like that. And I can just live off of the percentage of that. That's what I really want to do. Um but I, but back to what you were saying. I think personally, Ethereum is going to be. and I think this is what, what's going to really get make this mainstream is not just the Bitcoin, but Ethereum is going to shoot up to whatever price Bitcoin is because Ethereum at this point is the cryptocurrency space because of DeFi and um because of the ERC twenty uh, tokens because of those protocols. All that shit is run through Ethereum.
1: Yeah, all DeFi, of it. Yeah, uh, DeFi is decentralized finance. By the way.
0: Yep. And they can't, there's nothing that they can, they can't do anything. They can't, they can't regulate that. For them to regulate DeFi, would base, they would basically have to market as security. And they already haven't made, Ethereum and Bitcoin already are not securities. They're already passed that these aren't securities because it's going to be currency. Um, so this is why they can't just regulate this shit because in a way, if they do the wrong regulations, it's going to destroy the space. So that's, that's the beauty of crypto, especially decentralized finance. No politics is involved with this shit. What's going on is we're we we're, we're seeing we're going into a new realm, especially with money. What this is, in my opinion, what we're seeing and what cryptocurrency is, is the first time that we have ever seen competition and money. First time we've ever, because we always had a reserve currency. Everybody always followed the dollar, everybody or, or gold or silver. What the cryptocurrency is gonna do is it's gonna make um what you call it, it's gonna make competition in the financial space. And how I can prove that is you got shit like Coinbase Earn. Coin market cap earn where you can literally giving you free money to take quizzes and they basically give you the fucking answers.
1: Yep, and you, you know can I mean? uh, you can take the quizzes as many times as you want too. Yeah, until you Keep get taking, it right. So,
0: yeah. yeah, and so they, uh, and what do they say? Competition for the people is good. it's good for the people. Competition in anything is all it always benefits the people. This is why the government always wanted to have control over shit. But now, any anywhere you have competition is always. You can even look at sports. When you have competition amongst your sports team, it's always good entertainment. So what we're seeing is competition in the money system. So what is going to happen is they're basically going to give they're going to they're giving away money. They've been doing it all. I done made hundreds, probably thousands of dollars off of just fucking quizzes and staking. Just doing that shit, like because they got to give this shit out. I'm like, they they got to give this shit yeah. out to give expose people to the space and shit. And it's yeah. competition
1: again with the the farming man. Like I'm seeing dudes making this black i see i love following like black youtubers that's in this shit like this one black youtuber i watch i think it's Experience crypto 24 7 i think that's his youtube name he's uh he, uh or Experience crypto trading 24 7 he got a long youtube name he's talking about farming all he talks about is staking like tron coin he talks about how he's making upwards of seven eight hundred dollars a day just doing this shit and you he was showing his balances and shit of how he doesn't he's like this is my passive income i do this every day like that's what i'm trying to i'm trying to get to the point of making that much a day you know to so i can be doing that instead of like somebody is day trading i'm going to be doing this you know um i think i look at there's another black uh youtuber he was saying like seven years ago this dude he literally said look i'm telling you guys now that big uh bitcoin if you just invest a dollar into it now you're going to be well off in the future. He said that seven years ago. And he,
0: that video, I, I wanted to cut you off because that video popped up on my YouTube algorithm, but I didn't yeah. click on it. And I was like, bro, that shit said seven years ago.
1: Yeah. I didn't he's look my, at it though. He's big. Yeah, he's one of the bigger names in uh, crypto on um, YouTube, crypto YouTube right now. So yeah, he, uh, I mean, he was on it early. He was on it, you know, 2013 telling people, I'm. that's why I want to do a video like that. Like I want to, um, see for me it's got to be for something like xrp or something like that if it hit like five dollars if it hit like ten dollars some because i think once xrp breaks it's all time high the all bets are off because there's so much there's so many people that believe in it and then there's other people that think nah, it's nothing special with it but i think there is something special with it um if that shit hits ten dollars I'm gonna make a video just like that dude made and tell people that they invest in that shit. I mean, I already got my sister into it, my cousin into it. I gave him some of my XRP, a little bit of my XRP. And um, but also don't um it's a good thing what Coinbase is doing with Coinbase Earn and Coinbase is about to go public too. Um, but it's also important to have other wallets, non-custodial wallets, uh have a, a hard one, hardware. Uh, such as a ledger because coinbase crashes a lot
0: like, especially around all-time highs
1: i use Binance, which we just got in uh our state i use Binance as well um
0: my advanced verification keep fucking up on my Binance, so i was yeah,
1: like yeah it takes a minute to get verified on it but i um,
0: tried like four or five different bills and they keep telling me the same thing like they can't verify so i'm like i'm not dealing with that shit but that's the best one though yeah. I just I'm I'm missing
1: I out. Am, I'm on Binance, uh, Kraken is another one, uh, mm-hmm. uh Gemini. I haven't used Gemini but that's another one but yeah, always don't I, I got a lot on exchanges right now but also I think it's important to have a non-custodial wallet. I got like two non-custodial wallets. I don't I had a, got like a little bit of Tron on one um or a little bit of TRX rather. Um and uh I got the I got the Ledger. So if everything goes to shit, you know what I mean? Like, I always have the ledger to fall back on. Always got this right here to fall back on, you know what I'm saying? You know, to put my, to to have my shit on me just in case the the grid goes
0: off. Wrap it in full. Wrap it in full right now. When when we get off, wrap that motherfucker in full. full. That's a uh, homemade Faraday chamber. And what it does is it blocks electromagnetic uh, signals and shit. So say we do get hit with a CME or something like that. If you don't have it wrapped in some aluminum or something, it'll just, it just it, it's gonna break it. It's gonna mm-hmm. brick it. It's gonna break it.
1: Okay.
0: That's what I was, That's what I did research on. It, 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 like so, we do have a CME. It'll just break. It's gonna brick a lot of our technology. But I got my goddamn ledger wrapped in full I got that bitch wrapped in full like a motherfucker. I I got the, the thing wrapped in the floor in the box. So just in case. Um. Mm. you're right you're right though man it's about the hardware wallets
1: i mean and again like i watch several crypto youtubers man i watch i just be bouncing from video to video to video to video just getting different perspectives on stuff um but it's like even with like one of them that i watch uh i think it's dusty uh i think it's dusty crypto or something like that He was saying like, you know, it's not, I don't think it'll ever be a bad time to truly get into crypto because crypto is something that is going to be here to stay. Like this is the new frontier, you know, in terms of finance. So, there's, I mean, yeah, we're technically technically early adopters to this shit still. You know, we were thinking like 2017 when there was the huge bubble, you know, the huge uh, bull run then. Like damn, it might be too late. Nah, bro, this shit is just beginning. Like I'm putting, mm-hmm. my, you know, my, my sister onto it. My my cousin tried to tell other people about it because we're it's still a young market, early adopter. Just because Bitcoin has hit its all time high, um, doesn't mean there's not going to be other ones that are going to hit their all time high in the coming future. Because this shit is about to take off, man. Like this upcoming year is going to be huge for crypto.
0: I think in a, I, I think I think Bitcoin will hit 50k by the middle of January, and I think XRP will hit at least a dollar by the end of this month. At least a dollar by the end of this. It's gonna be at least a dollar by the end of this month. I ain't worried about none. Of, like, you know, what I mean, like we already in there. I you we got our shit. Like that's why you don't really hear me even really speaking on it that much anymore because that's what I've been doing all year. Like I'm just kind of just I'm waiting for other people to get in this shit so I can get the fuck out so I can get rich. That's how I'm looking at it. Like shit, I'm waiting for air for it to go mainstream, and it's 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 going mainstream right now. It's going mainstream. So I think by the middle of January, by the end of January, it's going to be at least fifty k Bitcoin. Um, and then XRP, like all that shit, is going to just shoot out the goddamn moon, dude. It's going to be on a rocket, and and it's going to be around. They may, I I think I, I think they're going to have to regulate it, but I think you know. This is just a reset. The regulations may start initially, but the reason why they haven't regulated is because they understand that they can't really they can't necessarily regulate the cryptocurrency without destroying the space completely. That's how I look at it. That's why I think it's taking so long. Um, So in a sense, they will have to put guardrails. They're going to have to do something because what's going to happen overnight, just going to have millennials is going to be billionaires, millionaires like and we're going to we're a new elite. We're yeah. the new elite, that's all it is We're the new elite, I said this at work last night I said it's going to go from People that own, like now, people who own the most Oil, um, people who own The most land um, People who own the most stocks Though That's the 1% right now But yeah. what, what, what we're about to go into The new 1% because it is wealth transfers The ones who have the most gold And metals, because that's going to be Deflationary, and it's going to be the ones That have the most digital assets Land and seeds. That's it. That that's this is just a new a cultivation of a new one percent. And you know the cryptocurrency space is where a lot of these new billionaires and trillionaires uh, are gonna are gonna be in because of this because of this shit. It's gonna be trillionaires come out of this space.
1: Yeah, man. Um, it's it's it is it's. I mean, it's really just the beginning, man. It feels great to be somebody that is. Ch- like i like to be an early adopter you know to this shit like because you still talk to certain people about it and they're still foreign it's still foreign to them unless you say bitcoin then they like oh okay i get what you're saying now mm-hmm. but it's like man man like this shit is just the market follows bitcoin so everything when bitcoin goes up everything goes up i mean shit litecoin hit over a hundred dollars for the first time in a while i think mm-hmm. you know um so it's like, bro, like it's exciting, man. It's a, it's exciting times for sure.
0: It's easy money right now for right now. You know, it may it may crash again. I don't think so. This I don't. I think it might you know correct where it might go. It's at twenty three k. It might drop back down to eighteen or seventeen, but then it's gonna shoot right back up. That's just how the, how markets work. Um, but I don't. I think you know you got to get into space. You got to get into space right now because. You know, I'm a lot of I'm reading different books. Another book that I'm reading, um, The Sovereign Individual is just talking about how and they wrote this book in 1997. And they, Scott, they I got to grab this book, too, so y'all can see this shit. They wrote this book in 1997 and they, they talk about cryptocurrency. So this is how I knew this is the space I need to be in because that cryptocurrency is going to be the Internet 3.0. It's going to be the internet 3.0 basically. And I was told to read this book through somebody I was talking with through it on a com in the comments. He was like read the cyber individual. It just discusses everything that's going on now. And I'm all uh, through about 100 pages in it. And it's talking basically about how what we're seeing is the fall of politics and government is the same as the fall of the church during the last revolution, the industrial revolution basically or one of the- one before the last. And what we're seeing is this is the uh, this is a uh, Like they call it the fourth industrial revolution. This is bigger than that. This is, nigga, this is the first of something. This is like the first technological revolution. You can't even put it as an industrial revolution because even industry is not going to look the same. Like, dude, we're going, it's on another level now. Um, But I'm going to grab that right quick, too, so I can show you all that. All right, I may not be able to find it because I thought it was on the back of the book I think it was in one of the chapters I read but for the next podcast I'll bring this up um, right. this is the book right here The cyber Individual this is one of the best books I'm only 100 pages in and this is one of the best books I've ever read and honestly this right here is this is telling you everything that's going on right now. This is telling you everything. I haven't even gotten all the way through it. I'm only on chapter four uh, at page, like, 120 or something. And, like, it's telling you everything that's going on now. Everything. Everything. And they wrote that back in 1997 because you did, you got to think, in 97, they had the year 2000 come up in Y2K. And, you know, they, they got all this Nassar, Nassar talking about 2000 was supposed to be or 2001 was supposed to be that first year where we had that, unveiling and you know the new millennial and stuff like that like they're supposed to be big shit pop up which it did looking back it did but not quite how we how how we thought um but yeah they talk about crypto they've been talking about crypto and in fact i want to bring this up too the creator of xrp um i was on i was on twitter months ago and i probably got it somewhere in my screenshot i gotta start getting my shit right where i can present it um the creator of xrp david schwartz if you go check his patents for the technology that he has, uh for the XRP technology or not XRP blockchain technology, he has patents from the 1980s. 1980s, wow. 1980s, dude. So Damn. like they've been working on this. I think they've been working, I think they've been, I think the cryptocurrency concept is what the Atlanteans use, uh and the Egyptians, because they wasn't going around trading blocks of gold and shit. They were going around when they did commerce and shit, it was lightning quick. And I, but I think it was backed by, by gold and, and land and, and seeds. But they had something, an uh, intermediary where they can work with on a day-to-day basis. They weren't going around trading gold and shit, but it had a, they had a complex system. And I think what the cryptocurrency is, is is a similar system to what the Atlanteans and what these advanced civilizations have. You have to have something where you like the like the, techn- the shit that we have now. An advanced society has to have these type of things where, where shit can just move smooth, where you ain't got to sit there and wait for somebody to write a check type of shit. You just go up, boom, go it because that's what technology does, it speeds shit up. So I think the unveiling of cryptocurrency, when we look back, it's going to be one of those, uh, like the internet, basically.
1: And it's just going to be like, also, not just with the currency, but just like the infrastructure such as like the blockchain is just going to be the foundation of uh, things that we can use in the world, like in terms of just look at the past election, like how much easier it would have been if people were just able to just vote using something on digital, like a blockchain and it just be anonymous. And, you know, you ain't got to worry about nobody caring, you know, you ain't got to worry about no tampered votes, you know, it was just anonymous. And that's truly, you will truly find out, you know, the results that way and, and just other things. And throughout the, um, Throughout the country, you know, or the world rather. But, um, I mean, there's already like, you know, how you were saying with the Akon City. I was, I seen a clip with Nipsey uh, when he was talking about Amsterdam. He said he was in Amsterdam because they already are like a crypto yeah. city. And he mm-hmm. was already, he was talking about investing in crypto a couple of years ago, you know. And he was like, yeah, I mean, they we out here because, I mean, they already have it. Like, this is how it's going to be everywhere. It's already crypto friendly out here. You can just pay for stuff with crypto. There was um, isn't there? I know there's some places. I think there's some certain places here in the states that you can pay for stuff with crypto. Like, yeah,
0: like I think Starbucks. Right? I, okay. think you, Star I think Club you can. Yeah, you, they started that back in like 2016. So I think I think you can. I think you can get coffee. Like you, I think you can get certain things with Bitcoin already. Because because remember I was saying earlier. They already they already deem Bitcoin and Ethereum non securities. They're not securities, so that's why they don't you don't hear them necessarily talk about that. They can always you know change some shit up, but Bitcoin and Ethereum aren't securities, uh, which is currency. They already recognize both of those as currencies. If, uh, if people didn't know that, just um, just they're wait, waiting on the altcoins.
1: Yeah, just wait till they start pushing that shit, like being able to buy a fucking McDonald's meal with a Bitcoin with Bitcoin. Or fucking uh, Chick Fil A, which would be huge. Like mm-hmm. you know, just places like that. Walmart, just going in, being able to use cryptocurrency to use um to buy stuff in Walmart. You know, stuff like that, man. It's just mass adoption is is right around the corner.
0: And it has to happen because you got to think about it. Like this goes back to the baby, but we see we got we we are we w- was born at a perfect time because believe it or not, we are going to be the future baby boomers as well. For for um generations below us later on when we get older but the concept of, a, of, a, of the baby boomer happens every few generations it's not something that just that, just, that we just deal with it's just that it happens every we're going to be baby boomers for generations later on but our generation us and uh gen z like specifically us as millennials we're we're becoming the new the new adult like once we're about to be 30 so they basically got to create a society where we're, that caters to us as baby, as uh, millennials. They got to create a society that caters us. And they know technology. They know this cryptocurrency. They have to. It's the times that we're in. Um, I wanted to say this, too. Um, I saw this during the election. You could actually follow the election looking at the Ethereum and EOS blockchain. I want to pull this article up because I saw this around the election, and I'm like, what the-? this is when I thought this shit was going to really go up back in November. Um and this is on I think Coin a site that I I think I go for a lot of crypto news. Um see if I can find it. Here it is, it go investing.com. Let me, see, let me share my screen. It wasn't on it wasn't on Coin. I couldn't find the original um site it's a lot of censorship going on but i can find this is investing.com this is the this is where i go you can go here for a lot of true investing um definitions and stuff like that but it says november 5th 2020 820 a.m ap news publishes us presidential election results on blockchain they didn't vote via the blockchain but they used the blockchain to view the results which yeah. i think this is this is this is still a big deal. This is a subtle way of trying to expose it to us. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: yeah, EOS is another one of those altcoins that's on the rise and that's something it's one of the uh the few altcoins people are talking about next year such as uh Theta, Cardano. There's there's several I could talk about but yeah, we'll be here for a while if I do.
0: EOS and Tezos is like the the China version of like Ethereum but it's not like it's still even it's still its own thing um so like eos and, I, I, and this is another thing about these cryptocurrencies also that we got to understand um is a fact yeah coin telegraph is where they got it from that's the, where i originally saw it but we got to understand that this is going to cause competition amongst countries i think healthy competition so you're going to have like i think cardano is based in like norway or some shit like and i really like cardano uh b chain is like it's in China somewhere i like really like b chain eos is in like China or japan ethereum is here x r p is here yeah Bitcoin they, is everywhere
1: yeah and they're 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 serving such uh those markets as well like uh, i think Chainlink i think chain was serving like um what was it south asia or asia something they did a huge deal with somebody recently and chain link is the real it's the foundation of all yep. crypto
0: chain link is like I, I said it before I feel like chain link is going to be in the top three I thought but I think it's going to be in the top 10 because I think the top three is going to I think the top four which is top five which is going to only really matter is going to be ethereum and this is in order to ethereum xrp big or ethereum xlm xrp bitcoin VChain. chain that's how I think, That's how I think. you know, the, the top five may play out. A bit. Like, and there may be some interchanging between that. But, you know, I think the top, it's going to really, I think it's going to be a lot of projects that's going to crash. But I think that goes back yeah, to that, what you were saying.
1: Yeah, there's plenty of uh, what they call shit coins out there. Yep. There's, there's thousands of cryptocurrencies. I mean, they got one even for uh, Simpsons, where they had the episode about crypto called the Frink coin. Mm-hmm. It's out there. You can get a bunch of it for a, nothing pretty much. There's like obviously like shit like that like yeah there's gonna be coins that are worthless like just to invest in you got to do your own research on the the companies that they're um, that they're doing business with you know so
0: they got to be doing deals they got to be doing legit deals with governments and like with, with companies that aren't going to just crash like that's how you know it's a legit crypto in my opinion and even then it can still crash you got got to be aware of that but I think at this point. This ain't 2017, cause you remember we were talking. We talked. We talked about this in 2016, actually. Remember when it when it first popped off initially? We were making our Coinbase's and shit, fucking with the Coinbase. But we kind of seen then that there wasn't no use case for it. Yeah. We, so we kind of knew it was going to crash. Like we was like this. This it didn't seem right to me. I'm like, why is Bitcoin going up when we got the dollar? But now we can see with the virus and what's going on, like. The dollar is actually when the oil crashed. The dollar, it's been done actually, but that was the that was the signal. That's why the crypto started to take off because the dollar ain't necessarily coming back like that. Physical dollar ain't coming back no more. It's going to be a digital dollar connected with the yeah,
1: crypto. The, uh, USDC, yeah,
0: yeah, USDC coin. Which this is why I think XLM is going to be bigger than XRP, but they're going to still both be big. Is because XLM just did a deal with uh, USDC where they're going to rail USDC on uh the Stellar Lumens uh platform and that right there that confirmed to me that's that the XL the XLM may be the uh and they people been saying it it's the silver of the gold of cryptocurrency. Yeah and
1: and I, I see a lot of people they try to say it's like the brother of XRP because a lot of their uh their price actions uh correlate with one yeah of, you know
0: and the one. creator the creator of XLM
1: created uh XRP, too, right? Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Jared McCaleb. But I don't... I see... I, I, I'm suspicious with Jared McCaleb because he also created the exchange that they call Mt. Gox. And if you did the research on Mt. Gox, this is a big exchange where they did a big exit scam. And it's one of the biggest ones. And he created that. And I thought that was odd. So I'm like, man, he's a he's a scammer. And he kind of... And he fell out with the XRP people whatever and made his own shit. XLM, that's what they say. What I think it is, they're all connected and they knew that XRP... In a sense, it's not going to replace Bitcoin, but it's going to be a store of value like Bitcoin. It's going to be a part of the reserve currency basket or whatever. But XLM is what we're going to be using to buy the coffee. That's what we're going to be using with the USDC to basically do our day to day transactions is XLM. So that's why you hear a lot of people say XRP won't go over a dollar because it's going to be a stable coin. Hell hit that, that mother! I wanted to hit a dollar shit. I'm gonna oh, get yeah. paid to the motherfucking way. Shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Shit, crazy. Um, what? It was something about XLM. Fuck, it was something about XLM. It was an article or something that I wanted to bring up. That um, oh, I wanted to bring up that USDC article. This came out. And this is this is real news to me. This is bigger than any virus going on. This is a big deal for me, dude. Like this is what we really need to be. This is the shit that they need really need to be having on the news. This is the big deal. But see, they don't have it in the news now, cause you can't. Cause if you knew this was like mainstream, it's either gonna be too late, or it's all you know. You you're gonna get paid, and I don't want you to get paid. Um, this is what I was speaking on right here. Uh, this came out in October, dude. October, man, and they they're talking about a fucking. They talking about masks and shit. I'm not worried about no fucking mask. Stella Lum is now on a, and this is on the. Currency uh, uh, analytics. I've never used this site, but I know I, I got it originally from Coin Telegraph, the site that I usually use. The same article, but Stellar Lumens (XLM) now an official chain for USDC. Fiat, the crypto bridge continues. And if you know anything about XRP and XLM, the big thing about that what people are talking about is that these will be used to basically as for banks. XRP they say will be used for banks to transfer the transact money between yeah, banks.
1: Yeah, that's why people. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing people say it's a
0: bank coin and whatnot. So, so I'll add to that. People say XRP will be a stable coin. I agree, but it's going to be a stable coin at like ten thousand. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be a high price stable coin, which is a damn good thing because if you're in that, if you're in that shit now, it's basically going to guarantee that you're that. You, I mean, you're going to be rich for a long ass time because oh yeah, oh, yeah. we're gonna yeah so.
1: But you got to you got to remember, too, um, with these these coins, it's like it's important to be uh, diversified with it as well and not just hold everything in one or two coins.
0: Yeah. I I don't think
1: you I don't think you ever go wrong with putting having some money in Bitcoin, because I feel like Bitcoin is always going to have a massive presence, you know. Um, Yeah. But in terms of these altcoins, I think it's best to diversify with those
0: so. I think Bitcoin is actually is actually the goal. I think yeah. Bitcoin for right now is actually the goal. Um, and that's why well, it's they're, gonna not, be they're
1: not going to uh, what they can never really make any more. It's not even no.
0: I don't think it's possible, you know, from what I've seen. So people keep buying it. It's going to keep going up. It's deflationary because it's a uh, finite supply. Um and I truly think that, that shit is that shit may go up to a million a coin probably. Like it's it's at least a hundred thousand. At least a hundred thousand. And it, it it's uh it's like the, the gold of the cryptocurrency space. I think some say it's XRP, XLM as a gold or silver. No, I think I think the I think the quick I think the uh the um instant settlement actually hurts them when it comes to being a store of value because you can't you can't reverse crypto transactions right now. So I think with with it being with, with Bitcoin having that fifteen minute window, with it being slower than other cryptocurrencies, that's actually a good thing because it may get to where you you don't have to stress so much. What's fifteen minutes versus five seconds? Well, right now we're waiting we're waiting three to five fucking days, two weeks to get our checks. Think about it, you know what I mean? Like I think fifteen minutes is a perfect time for you to be like, oh, you sit the train. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. You got that's, you can still go in there. That adds value to Bitcoin, I think. Whereas I can see where like with XRP. At, instantly settles well shit you might fuck around and send the money to the wrong you're not getting that money back but for banks like on a on a larger scale that's where that the instant settlement is going to help you know what i mean XR, yeah. that's where the instant settlement will help for even day-to-day transactions that's where i think instant settlement will help if there's something that within within that uh mechanism that I allow us to look at our transactions and that's why i think all xrp xlm and bitcoin is integrated uh but you're right though. I just I just started uh, basically dollar cost averaging Bitcoin, and I think personally, I think I'm gonna get out a loan, wait for it to crash again, and buy it again, and just pay my loan out. That's what I think I'm gonna do.
1: Yeah, i mean It's, it's I mean, risky. It's there, risky. I mean, you can do that already through like there's crypto services
0: where you can just take out loans and shit to put into. Yep. It. So. Yep. I mean, yeah. yeah I, Cause I'm like I gotta build my credit and all that, so I'm like, with well, shit. I think I'm on I'm gonna, I'm gonna really do my cause that could be risky, dude. You're not they don't recommend doing that, but at this point if you've been in if you've been in this space, you understand that this space like I mean it's some fundamental it
1: this entire year and you've understood you've seen how your your portfolios went up and how I'm I'm assuming you're in the green right now. So you oh, see yeah. that this shit is it's the real deal. It's not no bullshit, you know, to it.
0: It's just, you know, it get it it gets to the point where you don't even want to really like do I don't even fuck with it because I don't want to I don't want to deal with the taxes. Like I'm scared I'm scared of the taxes.
1: I recently took out some gains recently. I didn't even want to do it, but at first I was like, you know, I need the this money because it's just to the point it's like I got a lot of money in it more than I'm keeping trying to keep into my actual bank account. Yeah. So then then that's like, damn, I don't want to take out too much because you know, you get to that certain threshold, you got to pay it in, back in taxes. Yo. So, so, yeah, that's something to think about.
0: Yes, yeah, so you got to keep your eyes on. But I, I think at the end of the day, what's going to come out of this is the taxes, taxes system. You know, they said before the IRS has been dissolved and shit. I think that's true. And I think, you know, cryptocurrency is going to be our blessing because cryptocurrency is going to make it more difficult for them to tax us. They're going to be able to feed us to death. They already do that. It's all kinds of fucking bees with this shit. That's not gonna really go anywhere, but I think it's gonna be hard for taxes. It's gonna be hard for them to tax us. It's gonna be hard for them to uh, KYC like ledgers. That's one of the alerts I woke up to. Was they were talking about a proposal to where they would uh KYC, which is Know Your Customer, where that's the verification that you got. You got to give them your ID and all that shit. They want to add that to ledgers, but that no, dude, that won't. That can't work for them to pass that type of. Um legislation what's the difference between the, it, it won't be no difference dude like it won't be no difference between this financial system and the old financial system
1: yeah that would there's no decentralization
0: if they do that exactly so that's why cryptocurrency is taking off because of the decentralization because of the safety that's why it's taken I mean, off we don't the even,
1: and they, then again it's like we don't even need that because we got our destination tags that you put when you transfer crypto that's like a customer ID so you mm-hmm. make sure that you you know, you're doing, you sent, you know, it's secure, you know, so, you know. That,
0: but this goes back to earlier what I was saying, what they're doing, the government is setting its grave, though, because I still think they're going to attempt to do shit like this, but we're going to have enough of this shit, dude, because the only reason why they're, because t- you just explain a destination tag, that's all you need, Yeah, destination tag, but so what they're trying to tell us is that basically you want to tax us, because they know that this cryptocurrency space is about to explode, and they're trying to get that piece of the pop. They're trying. They They want to fee us in taxes. That's what they want to do. But what's going to end up happening is that at some point they're going. They're not hiding this stuff. At some point uh, we're going to. It's going to be a revolution. Um, and that even goes back to the conjunction in the astrology. The last time that this astrological snapshot from a large scale, the last time we had this astrological snapshot was around the um, this the civil the, the civil war in uh, the 1800s hundreds eighteen hundreds round the Carrington event so I, I, I think they're gonna do some shit to where we're just gonna it's gonna have to be a revolution like not a civil war not a not a, not a civil war race type shit it's gonna be the people versus the government the because th- this is why I think they started doing the operation warp speed and yeah and it's gonna be soon dude um but last uh, last thing I wanted to add was this uh when you were talking about the voting i yeah. Executive order that I that I found that Trump actually, I'm gonna go to the actual White House the official website. I thought this was I mean, I, I don't know, it's, it's some odd shit going on, man. It's something that, that we gotta do more research or, or I gotta do more research or something, man. It's something that's not quite right about a lot of this shit that's going on. Um and I found this executive order that was created in 2018, September 2018. That Trump passed. I had no clue about this. I don't remember this. He had passed Executive Order 13848 that basically talks about um, action that needed to be put in place. If it was any tampering of, or foreign bad actors that were basically tampering with elections. And you know what? we have to, It's a long ass article, but I, it's a certain certain points that I wanted to uh, want us to look at. That I thought and that I thought was 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 crazy, dude. Executive Order one three eight. And at this point, I mean, these executive orders, I mean, a lot of them. I don't understand a lot of them because it's like a lot of the shit. He'll put the executive order in, but we're not. It's not followed, basically. Yeah. Um. I want to go to the actual White House website. I found the article, but I want to go to the official website. Uh, the White House. Let's see. Let's share the screen. And I another alert as well that I woke up to that said um, the Pentagon. It was like the Pentagon denies any briefings to Biden or some shit. Like, but I thought that was weird because the Pentagon is just like its own thing. Like, you know, we haven't heard about the Pentagon speaking on any of this shit.
1: Nah, you know I think there. I mean, I do think Biden, with him being in office, I, I see it as a positive too. The crypto world because biden is so he's so um he's so forgiving to people like he's already you know talking about giving back with student loan debt and uh talking about health care and stuff like that so i feel like he would be open to exploring more opportunities with cryptocurrency and in, in the economy
0: i'll say this um I think regardless of the president, I, I regardless of Trump's uh, opponent, they were going to like this, the stuff that's going on, they have to do like they certain shit. They're going to have to do. Trump, anybody, whoever is in office. This is what I want because I don't give a fucking busy. I want me to be in the motherfucking office. I don't care about any of them. But like well, whoever's going to be in office, have, they're gonna, they got to do the shit that they're doing. You know what I mean? They got to give it. They got to do the because it's all related with the crash of the economy that's already happened. So uh, it's not even that they, that he wants to do it. He has to do it. Um, but I think that what I'm realizing with Trump though, um, I don't know, man, that's what I'm trying to say, man. It's, it's because it's, it's it's bullshit on both sides. It's, and it's like games on both sides, man. It's like, it's games on both sides. Cause the gold shot up gold has been doing well. Um, when Trump was in office, crypto has still been doing well when when he was in office, but it's then took another step up. Now that they know that Biden, um, now that we know that Biden is is uh, the president elect that's going, I still think he probably he would be our president. What they're doing now is basically, um, I thought it, I thought Trump would still you know would still be the president, but really what I think is going on is just just theater and um, it's just another. They're just distracting us right now. They're just basically distracting us on a whole other level because of shit that's really going on with the with the astrology, with the financial system, and I think all it is is really a distraction because we already know. Every election has some type of fraud with it since the 1800s, since this, since this country was created. On both sides, fraud isn't isn't something that just ha- that just started. it has been uh, different levels of fraud has been going on forever. So that's we all, we everybody, even people that don't want to accept it, they know that yeah, fraud. He may have won through fraud, but Trump used fraud as well. Like every all these presidents have, it's a part of winning. It's all about winning. That's what it is. it's all about becoming the president. So they're going to do whatever they got to do. To become the president and so we it's not even that fraud is necessarily the issue it's the level of of how it's been done and how long it's been happening i don't want to put that on any specific candidate because it's always been happening it's always been happening since the time since they've created this government but i thought this was interesting because he put it out in Sept on september 12 2018 um but it seemed like it's like he put this shit out. And this is why I say it's nothing but games going on, because this is literally speaking of what's going on. And I'm like, how did they know this two years ago? Executive order on imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in the United States election. Um, he's just talking about, yeah, like basically algorithms, AI, shit like that. But it's a certain spot that I wanted to go. I'm going kind to of scroll down slow so y'all can pause it and read it yourself. I want to go to my right here, Section One A. Now, this is put out September twelfth, twenty eighteen, election November fifth, usually in November. So, this is what I thought was interesting. Section One A, not later than. Let's see, let's do this. Let's highlight the whole thing. But well, that might make that make it harder to read. Not later than 45 days after the conclusion of a United States election, the director of national intelligence in consultation with the heads of any other appropriate executive departments or agencies shall conduct an assessment of any information indicating that a foreign government or any person acting as an agent of or on behalf of a foreign government has acted with the intent or purpose of interfering in that election. Um, The y'all can can read it. I'm just going to scroll down slowly. Um, I kind of skimmed through it before. Cause he basically talks about uh, them doing the investigation. I think he talks about what will be done. Uh, yeah. Within 45 days of receiving an assessment. Let's see. Let me keep scrolling. it just basically talks about um an investigation i is what i'm seeing but i thought it was weird that they come out with this in 2018 not 20 not you know 2016 2017 last year. they come out in 2018 when we know ain't nobody paying this shit no attention when the, i already don't even remember this shit
1: yeah i mean it could just be a way for could have just been a way for him to cover his tracks from the 2016 election he was being investigated and he did he was impeached because of it
0: oh this is right here. this is what this is it was 2a all right now this is important right here 2a he said all property and interests in property that are in the united states that hereafter come within the united states or that are out the jargon Within the possession or control of any United States person of the following persons are blocked and may not be transferred, paid, exported, withdrawn or otherwise default or dealt. to any foreign person determined by the secretary of the Treasury in consultation with the with the secretary of state, the attorney general, yada, yada, yada. And basically, yeah, this this is what it's talking about. They're basically going to seize all your shit. But that goes in what they were talking about with that Nassar as well. Talking about them seizing everybody, seizing all these bad these people shit or whatever, yada yada yada. But it's I wanna bring one more thing to it. It's a video that this guy sent that I work with. And I wanna see, uh we gotta I can't bring it up because of the copyright thing. Um, but I, I'm I'm gonna Google search it so y'all y'all can look it up. And this basically is um is a I forgot his, his, his position, but he has an international position where they basically said and he was. it's sent a press conference. It looked legit. He basically, uh, they it was this past week. He basically, you know, was speaking how they open up the FEMA camps because they do our week because they're banning all all privateers. Do you think I can play it on my phone?
1: Uh, I don't know because like I know I know people. I've gotten copyright strikes from just like singing the words of songs. Okay. Yeah, so I wouldn't risk it.
0: All right. What I'm going to do is I want to show. Uh, I'm just going to show what the video looked like. All right. It's uh 51 minutes long. And I'm just going to, uh, this is it right here. This is, uh, let's see. It's called the global banning of all property Tears. That's the title of the video, Global Banning of All Privateers. Okay. And in this video, he basically puts out an order where they're basically about to start seasons because he's basically saying the people that control each, each country, from even from police to uh, president to Congress, he specifically talks about the United States, but he's saying all across the world, he basically breaks down how, how everything is corrupt and how with them doing shit like mortgages, he, spe- he starts with mortgages, student loans, um basically said the system that they've created is an invalid system so what they've done is they're basically not just not starting to prosecute the these individuals for this and he explains how they open up the fema camps for these people that they're about to prosecute um governors uh senate members police officers um what else did he add to it he added that that's why they opened up the fema camps and he said that the reason why they'll they be able to do this is because and this is why I, I brought up the, that executive order the reason why they'll be able to seize everything and James because they're not they're not they don't have a country of origin, and this is how they have been getting away with getting away with basically um fucking with us and I said this last night too I was like, you know the true story is none of our leaders i think are, are from the United States hmm. I don't think any a lot of our leaders are even from the United States. This is why you've seen us get sold out as a country the last 100, 200 years. And the one that was from the United States was Trump. but he's a mason he's a Jesuit. He's a Jesuit. but his energy, we can see his energy is totally different than any other president that we have besides like Ronald Reagan. Um, he had the energy on that level of like Reagan and Kennedy and the, the guy would like the, to make shit, you know the energy, a certain fucking energy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I think that that's the difference because Obama. Bush, Clinton, these all of the previous presidents that we've been used to are not they're not for the United States and probably not even from the United States hmm something I was thinking about because they say the Bushes were connected with um was it Hitler? was it the German or some shit? said the Bushes are ger- originally German Bush's grandpa is German or something Trump's is too but
1: mm. I mean, oh man it's, yeah it's possible. you know what I'm saying Obama wasn't born in Hawaii or it wasn't officially a state when he was born or something like that. But, you know, um, he has ties to Kenya from his dad's, uh, but, but yeah, man. Um, it's very, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. I got, I have to say, man, I'm, uh, I'm at the point to where I'm about tired at this point. Cause I know we've we've had a, we've had a long, a long discussion, Uh, It's a lot of information. Yeah. So I know you were saying was that that was the last thing you wanted to talk about was, but Mm -hmm. was there anything else in closing that you wanted to mention or is that it?
0: Um, in close, I mean, we got a lot of information. I think we covered a lot of of it. I've been thinking about the last couple of days or so. Um, I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. I don't think so.
1: All right. Um. Well, for me, I guess in closing, you know, just make sure to um to do your your own research uh in terms of like the crypto before just jumping into it. You know, because there are a lot of people out there that are looking to scam you. You know, if you're not smart if you don't do your own research on types of coins and when to do it usually in my opinion from what i've seen it's smarter to buy when the price is low and sell when it's high if you're going to if you're going to trade me personally i'm a hodler like i just i'm more so holding for the long term um unless i'm taking unless i'm realizing some of my profit you know other than that i'm just holding but um you know just make sure to do your your own research uh, as always um and yeah you know this uh concludes another episode uh this is episode 58 of the divine council podcast you know and as always you know if you guys enjoyed this episode if there were some things you didn't like you know let us know in the comments uh you can Make sure to like, share, and subscribe on the YouTube channel, Divine Council Podcast. Make sure to follow us on SoundCloud, uh, Divine Council Podcast. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, at Divine Council Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at Podcast Divine. If you're listening via a streaming service such as um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you know, make uh give us a review that helps with uh visibility with the podcast so that's uh that would that would be greatly appreciated and you know we're just gonna continue to bring the content that we feel is uh most important at this time, you know and uh, you know just have you know just have fun with that, you know, and m- not make it too uh preachy, you know, making sure that people we can we can bring it we can bring it to you in a um i guess uh more of a layman's terms for for the most part but then again there there will be times where we just we just say stuff in the the um i guess it in a complicated way because it is complicated and it's not sometimes it's you just can't you sometimes you just can't break things down to Simplify to the everyday common man or woman. You just have to uh, go deeper with that.
0: So as uh, as Dolo Dolo the pilot man said, you know, we, we just speaking. We in a soul group, you know, and we all the same. We speaking to people that you know. I feel like we on the we all on the same level. I don't look like I don't look at myself like I'm above anybody else. Yeah, you know. Same as the audience. I, like I feel like the audience. It, we are the audience, basically.
1: For sure. For sure. Um. All right. So, this quote, as always, you know, I leave the list, I like to leave the listeners with a quote. This quote is from Marcus Aurelius. And he says, The quote is, You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this, and you will find strength. And until next time, we're out. Peace. Peace.